Sit back and relax by listening to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. Um, as you can see tonight, we are still uh, Sans Steve. We were talking to him a, a, shortly before this, and the discussion was that oh, he needs to get a new <laughs> computer. And then he showed us um, he somehow Hulk <laughs> broke his, Hulk smashed uh, his driver's side seat. So apparently <sighs> he's got a few other uh, pressing matters to solve monetarily before he is hopefully able to join again. Um, we'll probably actually maybe just do something, even if he wants to just join on his phone, so we can do uh, do something, even just a catch-up and see how he's been. If we're doing uh, this way, he can easily fit, uh, fit in here. But because of that, we said last week after Demon's Covers that we were going to get into the Necrons, and that is the goal tonight. So just like we've done for 30K or some other things here, we're going to get into a deep dive. We're going to go through every little bit of this. Now, for this particular episode... We haven't recorded it yet, so I don't know how far we're going to get. My assumption is that we're going to get through characters, and then it's going to be late enough in the evening to call it there. Necrons have, one, a lot of characters, but two, a lot of units. Uh, some others, like the demons had more, but it's it's up there. So there's a lot of pieces here. So you'll see in the name of the episode, it'll tell you exactly how far we get. But that's that's my bet of how far we'll get. Maybe we'll get into like the battle line because that's two units, but we'll see about that. Uh, and now, on to the show. All right, it is Monday. And you don't teach right now, but I do. But I only teach a little bit, so it was okay. Monday was fine. <laughs> but I didn't really sleep last night, so it's less fine. Oh, God. Eh, that's all right. I'm I'm still not used to now. I actually have to get back up early again in the morning, so I'm still going to bed at like three or four o'clock in the morning, getting up at like six. So it's uh it's rough. That was weird. Your shoulder went away there for a moment, but then it's back. I don't know why. I don't use backgrounds. I I go all out natural here, so you can see all my random models and crap in the background a little bit. It's the cup a little bit. But how are you on this Monday Eve? Oh man, I'm I'm just good. The 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 sad part is uh like the the air index got like worse as the day went on. Oh so, did it? Yeah, it's like 160 or 150 right now again. Mm. <laughs> and it almost turned orange again outside. So I was like, oh, that's time to go back inside so I don't have to like die again. Um but other than that, yeah, no, I've been good. I've been good. I was watching the uh Tacoma finals live on um on uh the, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, on the Warhammer stream. I didn't... That was actually really fun I game. didn't catch the finals. I caught a few other rounds, but I missed the finals. Well, it was Custodies finals. versus Custodies, so... Oh, okay. eh. But it was two very <laughs> different Custodies lists. See, I've heard like, you say that before, and then you've went through the list, and it's like two units difference. Is this actually no, no, no. different? It, it's completely... One doesn't even take Forge World. Like, one... There's a couple units different. I mean, okay. you still take Custodian Guard. Well, but yes. one list had Wardens. It had the... Inquisition, they're not called eviscerators, eviction squad or okay. something to the effect of. And then it had sisters in it, and then it had Caladiuses, um, and then it had multiple, it didn't even have shield caps, it had like uh, blade champions. And then the right. other list <laughs> three units of 10 custodian guard, Ooh. Trajan, two shield captains. And I forgot what the other two bullshit squads were. So it was very different. That's Okay. All right. That uh one so was the more... other list didn't have Trajan in it then. No, the other list had Trajan. They both had Trajan. Oh, okay. But well, I mean hey. One focused on crutch. blade champions, 
with Terminators and Sisters and Eviction Squads and Caladiuses. And the other one was like, no, I'm just taking three ginormous blocks of custodians. I see why that would be good, though, because in this edition, every mission is five objectives. That is three units that are really good at grabbing objectives. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they can... Do they all have fights first? Is that just like... So yeah, uh, yes and no. So okay. the, the, you get your shield captain to do it for free, yeah. right? Which is, but you can't double up on that, right? Because the shield captain no. is, and- is the same. So you, the shield captain does it for free. You spend two CP on another squad to do it. And then Trajan has a once per game ability to do three different things. Yes. One of them is fight first, but... Well, if you need it, it's, it's a nice yeah, Exactly. To exactly okay the other two i think he jumps to like 12 or 14 attacks yes and then the other one is a two, two plus invulnerable yep. yeah um so yeah it was two it was i mean they're both custodians but it was two very and it's ironic because i was watching the eldar versus custodians game mm-hmm. um and had the eldar gone against the caladius tank list right with all like the mishmash of different custodians and sisters i don't think that list would have won because by the end of that Eldar and Custodian game, even with just the 10 or three 10 blocks of Custodians, there was just Trajan left on the battlefield with like two guards versus yeah. a Wraith Knight. It was a bloodbath. Um, and that was just him rolling obscenely good. So I yeah. don't think the Caladius had any chance beating the Eldar list. I think the Eldar player just literally drew, like, besides him rolling very well, it was literally the perfect counter to Eldar D spam, essentially. Yeah. If you can do tons of wounds, one or, or mortal wounds i should say one you don't want to see custodes because they have a four up feeling of pain against it essentially exactly and if you got giant squads they're much harder to take down if they're small squads i can eliminate you a lot easier Is off the exactly so um well no, they were actually really good games the poor demon player oh god that so on the flip side the caladius the caladius players played against demons mm-hmm. and while i've been playing demons in the store and so far i have like a hundred percent win rate um if someone brings anti-tank like a Caladius, right? If they get because they're fast enough, they get within 18 inches of Bellacor or whoever, and they will just wipe wipe them yes. out. It is disgusting how much damage a good anti-tank floating tank can do. Yeah. No great. My only I, I do like their streams. I like their commentary. I just wish i could hear the players more because i enjoy that aspect that's why i I watch a little more war games live because i'm not you know okay those guys the guys they have on that obviously they're more knowledgeable in terms of 40k competitive 40k guys or at least in the past they were especially when they have nick navadi on all of that but i I like to hear the players because i like to hear their thoughts and a little bit of their ideas rather than a somewhat guess where at least war games live joe is you know uh, he, he says that he's not a competitive war gamer. He's, you know, does this because he really likes the game. It's fun, but being able to hear the players, you can get a little bit more of a feel of why they make certain decisions. Exactly. Because reading a list afterwards isn't always a good indicator of the way they intended to play the list, especially if you watch a game. Oh, absolutely. I was, and actually, fun fact: I texted, I think, uh, the Facebook 40k group that I'm yeah. in um, because I, I showed him the list. I was like, how the hell is he playing this list? Because that's just, you know, you can't walk 30 custodians with the battlefield so they will get shot. And apparently what he's doing is reserving one of them. Okay. And then he rapid ingress? Yes. Is that what the hell? He rapid ingresses um, it on turn one or turn two, whatever it is. And now you have two big blocks and one big block in the backfield. Yeah. And it's it's a very, yeah. It, 
I'm like, oh, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah, being able being able to watch and especially being able to hear them, you, you gain a lot from that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm I just doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So I don't watch nearly as much as I wanted, but we'll see. I mean, I'm there's plenty of other things coming up, but um, Necron's got tons of stuff, so we should probably get to them one of these days. So, <laughs> um, listen, this is definitely going to be a, a two parter. We'll try to keep it no more than two parts, but we'll see. It might even be more. We're starting at a little more reasonable time, so we might be able to get further than normal, but we have to see. So um, if this is your first time watching any of this, remember, we do put this out on any podcast, you'll be able to hear it. But if you are watching, we are going to be displaying this up as we go along as well. That way, if you're sitting somewhere in hobby, you can look up and be able to see the index cards and everything like that as we talk about them. So first things first here is just a little bit of an overview for the Necrons themselves. So, um, again, we're not going to try to do uh, deep lore here. There's a lot of other people who do it very, very well, and we could, but I'd have to do a ton more reading of all kinds of stuff, and I haven't lately. Um, the Necrons really are sort of the oldest race, or at least the ones that we still know of. We don't really know the age of the Tyranids, because we don't really know exactly where they came from or any of that. But for the, the sort of known races that started inside of our galaxy, they are the oldest. Um through uh, essentially fault of birth almost they were born on a planet that had um, very high levels of solar radiation such that it cut their lives exceptionally short Um, i don't remember the actual amount their lives i want to say it was like 30 years or something but i could be wrong on that number unless you remember i know it's very i know it's short like the average lifespan is very low it was short that's all i remember yeah Yeah. and at the time they were the not they got into a war Versus the old ones. Um, we only know things about the old ones from other various lore things. We know they're essentially the ones who made the orcs and, and some other bits about them. We know they're not here or gone or destroyed or wherever, but they're not around anymore. Um, in this war, when essentially they were struggling, partially because they don't live as long, they end up men in the Satan. And Satan are star gods. And these gods went to them and said, hey, we know how you can win. You can win your war. Mm. And what we're going to do is this idea of a transference. And it's going to remove the problems of essentially your fragile short lives. So that will give you, between that and our power and everything like that, that's going to give you the leg up that you need to win this war. And they agreed. And what they found out later on as they went through this is that essentially they were destroyed almost is maybe the best way to put it their bodies were essentially used up they were put into metal husks and all but the highest level lost all semblance of who they were so like the warriors and things like that they don't remember anything they are mindless automata for all intents and purposes some of the higher ups do remember it has driven quite a few of them crazy one of the ones we'll get to later um uh Nemzer's uh, sorry, uh, no, no, not Zeris, uh, where am I looking? Nemzer's Andrek, that's what, yes, Nemzer's Andrek, essentially, he, he's kind of went crazy, he still thinks he's Necrontier, he still thinks he has his, you know, he, he, this transference didn't occur. Um, after the war, they were able to rise up against the, ne- uh, sorry, the Satan, they essentially shattered them. That's why now they have shards of Satan that go with them. There's talk of the idea that 
all the technology and everything that like that that came from the Mechanicum is because there's a Satan god underneath Mars, and that the Emperor actually went down there and you know Stone Cold Steve Austin did down. <laughs> so uh, various things like that. Like I said um, there's a lot of really good lore. There's a lot of really good books. Um, there's less when you get to Xenos. There's always less, but there is a couple series that relate to them. A particular, it's Imatech and Anarchir. Is that the book versus each other? Um, it's Imatech. I know it's Imatech. No, Trazen. 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 That's yes. right. Trazen. How can we forget Trazen? Pokemon Master. Yeah. Um. There. There's a book of them essentially grumpy old menning at each other. And things like that. So th- there's actually literally some good middle books. fingers flying. Yes, which is hilarious. The, the best line in there, he said, "I hope you brought an army." Trazen says, "Oh, you think so little of me? I brought three. And it's like <laughs> j- just things like that where it's a lot of fun. But that's a, just a very brief overview of who this is. So these are, in most circumstances, sort of mindless automata, or the the ravages of what happened to millennia you know, millions and millions of years, actually even more than millennia um, of being underground and then awakening later. For a long time, the only way you interacted with the Necrons is if you happened to go to one of their tomb worlds, you didn't know it, and you set off their sensors and essentially they wanted to defend themselves. Now with the Silent King, who's concerned about the Tyranids and all essentially destroying everything, um, they have started waking up on their own and trying to march out in terms of the galaxy. Much like a lot of other factions, there's always this idea if they wanted to or got to their full power, things like that, they could just wipe everyone out. And that is, to at least as far as we know, an extent, their goal. They kind of think they're better than everyone else. But mm. All right, that is a brief overview of them. We are going to start getting into some rule bits and everything like that. So we're going to start with the army rule and what they get for their detachment. Um, do you want to go through reanimation or do you want me to do it? You do reanimation because you're the one who plays the army. And yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, reanimation is actually very simple. Um, this is essentially 8th edition reanimation. So in ninth edition, the way it worked there is after a shooting attack was done, you would roll dice for every destroyed model. And on a five up, you would get a essentially a wound in the pool. But to bring models back, you had to bring them back full. So if you lost a score pack destroyer, that was three wounds, you get three dice to roll. But if you didn't get all three, you get nothing. So it was much more useful versus things like warriors or, you know, immortals. Anything with like one wound had a very easy chance of coming back. If you had more wounds, you really probably needed to lose multiple models to really get them back. This is much more like 8th edition. So what the rule does now, at the end of your command phase, and they have clarified this, the end of your command phase does mean after Battleshock. But at the end of your command phase, your reanimation protocols will activate on any units that have it. Spoiler, every unit has it. Even Satans and everything like that, they all have it. Um, You get D3 wounds back. And the way you get it back is you return wounds to injured models first in the unit. And then if you still have spare reanimated wounds left, and every model's on full, then you return a previously slain model with one wound or however many you have. You can't go above your starting number, of course, so you're only returning things that have gone away. But it's 
There was concern of this being worse. Let's face it, in 8th edition, reanimation was not good. The problem with reanimation there, it's somewhat the same problem here, although it feels a little better because of some of the stratagems we're going to look at, some of the other abilities. There's a little more nuance and, and, and usefulness to it. The problem in 8th edition is, for your reanimation, if you get it at, say, the end of the turn, or in this case, your command phase, whenever it was, if you get it like once per battle round, then all your opponent has to do is wipe out a unit. I don't want your warriors coming back. If they're gone, they can't come back. And that's what we saw in 8th. It was actually pretty poor, the rule in general, because it just meant focus fire. Don't plink shoot at units. Decide that's the unit you want and shoot at them until they're gone, then go on to the next unit. This rule does that, but overall they have enough tricks that so far, because I'm in a bunch of the Necron groups, and when it first came out, there was a lot of, a, a lot of rightly so concerns. But now there's a lot more positivity around it because people are seeing there's enough to get the good out of that. It still does mean if your opponent focuses something down, you, you have nothing. I, The one game I played, I have my Scorpec unit, and he just did enough wounds that just took him down. So no reanimation, no nothing, everyone's just gone. So that can still happen, but there feels like there's a decent amount of tricks in here. So you get D3 wounds back, on hurt models, and then you start resing models after that. So that is that is how reanimation works. Very briefly, I will talk about, um, and then we'll, when we get into stratagems, we'll have you go. The only other thing is their attachment rule. It's command protocols. If your unit is led by a character, then you get plus one to hit. And that is in close combat and shooting. So as long as you have a character, um, there's not many units that can be led, but the ones that can be led, so... Warriors, Immortals, and Lich Guard are the main three units that can be led by a lot of different models. You have Locust Lords who can lead Locust Destroyers and Heavy Destroyers. And then you have a Scorpec Lord who lures Scorpec Destroyers. That's really it. But any of those units, if they have a leader in there, they get plus one on to hit at all times. All right. That's nice and easy. So why don't we get into some of their stratagems? And since I've been talking for a bit, we'll have you cover the first one. Of course, of course, of course. So, stratagems. You said that so weird. Just so you know. Stra you said stratagems. Oh, I was kind of like, shoot. Hooked on phonics <laughs> word for you? Is that what happened? Yeah. Stratagems. Anyway, so stratagems. Uh, the first stratagem is Protocol of the Eternal Guardian. It is one CP. It is played in any phase, whenever you want. It's when one Necron infantry character model is just destroyed. And if I'm not mistaken, it's probably reanimate. Uh, set your model back up yeah. on the battlefield as close as possible to where it was destroyed and more than one inch away from all enemy models with half of its starting remaining wounds remaining. And it, you can only do this once per battle. All right. Per character. Per character, sorry. Yeah. Uh, one CP for reanimate? Sure. Um, yeah. Just come back with half second. wounds. I just realized. Oh, no. I, oh, just destroyed. I was looking for the just destroyed or destroyed. Yeah. So oh, yeah. No, no. You, okay. have to, you have to trigger it when they are removed. Yeah, okay. Got but it. they do come back. Um, it, it, it is a little bit later, so so that helps. The other nice part is this used to be one CP and on a three up. Now it's just automatic. Yes. Just now you just get it, which is better. much much better. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's wonderful. Yeah, um, love it. You're gonna have a lot <laughs> of characters. 
this is an army that takes characters one because your army-wide rule wants you to have characters your detachment i should say but right now it's one and the same and they do a lot for you their characters are actually quite good so being able to bring them back is actually really helpful now yep. if you're bringing them back they either were precision shot it out or there's no one else left there but there's going to be times when you need it especially like um i had it one time with my score peg lord because when he charges in, he does mortals. So someone wiped him, brought him back. He can charge in, do some mortals. So it's it's really, really good. Um, Protocol Hungry Void. Uh, this is in the fight these phase. Names. <laughs> so these used to be the names of the dynasty, uh, or essentially related to the different dynasties. This was uh... what they called their rules in there. Because what you used to have for Necrons, you would essentially choose like a, a protocol to be active. And these were the names of those protocols. That's why they're protocol. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, so fight phase, when one of your units hasn't fought yet, so essentially when you're going to choose them to fight, um, you add one to the strength characteristic of the melee weapons in the unit. And if they're being led by a character until the end of that phase, their AP is increased by one. Most of these other stratagems mean if you got a character, you get a bonus. So you get plus one strength, but also plus one AP if you have a character. Um, the only part that's kind of a shame is since it has to be in the fight phase, half of, about quite a few of the units that can be led don't care. Like warriors don't care, mortals don't care, but your lich guard do and your score packs who aren't great, but they absolutely care. So very useful, very nice. And even if you only get the other part, the plus one strength, there's enough spots where you can now go from like, say four to a five or maybe a seven to an eight. So that way you can actually start getting that one better effect on your die rolls. Um, good. Maybe a little more situational. Since you have so few CP, I think you really have to be careful of like, oh, this one's great. Use all time. Like, no. Because you just don't have the CP for that. Um, what? Toy, who, I, I don't play Necrons. And I That's right. Gonna, what are the melee ones? Lich. Li so Lich Guard run two forms. They run a more melee. They're melee always. They're either have a little more melee form or a little more defensive form. I'm trying to see what defensive is a little they ran better. Defensive. They ran defensive. So I'm just looking at what the strength of the one-handed axe is. God, I can't even. I'm still scrolling. Jesus, it's Christ. long. Yeah, dude. I'm still on leaders. <laughs> I'm still on leaders. There's a lot of things. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Now where? Lich guard. Here we are. Did you find it? No. No, yeah, but oh, there's. I guess it's called the hyperphase sword. Yes. Yeah, sword and board. You go from strength and both. Okay, so strength eight to strength nine. It's not really a. And then no. strength six to strength seven. The the this uh, the six to seven with the extra eight. AP is probably the bigger S thing. Yes, six to seven. I was gonna say is. And the yeah. extra AP gets you the point. The other one because you're gonna run them with sword and board a lot more. And yeah. when we get to them in the future, we'll talk about why. But that's that's the way you're going to run them. Oh, works on do flayed ones have a leader or no? No, flayed ones aren't led. Ah. However, we will see in a little bit that there's an enhancement that within oh, okay. six inches you count as being led. So I'm just looking at their melee stuff. That's why I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm um, kind of flayed ones got kind of wrecked, and we'll talk about why. When oh, we okay. Get there. But here's a good one. I know we're kind of skipping with Scorpec. Okay. They go from strength 7 to strength 8. That's, That's a, a big one. Scorpec aren't quite as good as it used to be, but going from 7 to 8 is actually a very big difference, and that extra AP, okay, okay. because they'll have a Lord with them, that's a yep, great yep, way to yep. take them, is going to get you a lot. Um, It's not bad. I just, when I look at this, I say it is very situational, and it's very situational because 
you don't have many many points. So you're gonna have to really need it. I like the rend more than I like the strength, believe it or not. Again, because we talk about demons, right? We talk about demons. Uh, If you remember, most of your sweeps are AP1 or AP2. Moving that to AP3, AP2 is so much bigger jump than just adding the strength. I 100% like more the the rend than I do the strength. Yeah. Uh, AP is much lower in general right now, which means if I have something that makes it stronger, I'm doing a lot more damage. All right. Why don't you talk about this conquering tyrant? Conquering tyrant. Yeah. Uh, it's done in your shooting phase. It's one Necron unit from your army that has not been selected to shoot yet that phase. And until the end of that phase, each time a model in your uh, unit makes an attack, the targets your unit within half of the firing weapons range. You can reroll the wound roll. And if you have a Necron character, um, this applies to the, the full range. Oh, okay. Ooh, reroll wounds. The reroll wounds is so good. I don't even know why I'm hesitating. Reroll wounds is so good this edition. Yeah. Um, because it increases your lethality. It's why lethality was quote unquote t- t- tuned back. I think then it is overall. Overall, but that's but, more because the AP numbers tend to be a little less, yeah. and mortals are a little bit harder to get broadly. But there's some spots that do a lot. So yeah, I rerolling wounds. Especially at full range, because a lot of your weapons are twenty-four and higher. I, I don't. Th- I, there, there's a good it's like the hex mark with the pistols. Yes, um, or like uh, reapers on warriors are twelve, but even that, you know, um, getting the reroll on the wounds is really strong because a lot of the ways for the units I think you would use this on that don't naturally have any form of rerolls have like um warriors on their weapons they either have sustained hits or like lethal hits yeah so you're already getting that you really need it more for the wound and i found that that's the part that i lack when i have lethal hits oh all the ones that get sixes or fives and sixes with certain characters hey they've already done their job oh but you're a big you know you have a higher toughness i'm not wounding well with the rest so getting that reroll is really going to be a help to you out um, I like this one a little bit more than the other one because I kind of see the army as wanting to shoot a little bit more in general, shoot and survive, rather than necessarily charging and crushing people. But all right, we have the protocol of the Undying Legions. This is your opponent's shooting phase or fight phase, just after an enemy unit has done its attacks. You take one Necron unit from your army that has one or more models destroyed as a result of that attack. So the opponent attacks you. You have at least lost one model. You activate your animation protocols, and if it's a characters in there, it's D3 plus one instead of the normal D3. Um, this is a great one if they're trying to plink you down a little bit. Yes, yeah. you may only do it once. Um, there's certain characters give you some other bonuses, but we're just taking about the base right now. Yeah, you get to do it once, but they've only done three, four wounds. You can pop this, and you can be almost full again. Um, this is one that I do think, especially depending on the unit, that you use quite a bit. Because also, this is after they hit you. So if you're worried about battle shock, you can use this, and now you no longer might be above that battle shock number for when it goes back to your turn, and Ooh, now you're not worried about, about getting the zeroed out. Nice. Yeah. It, 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 this is a strong one. All Most stratagems are good, but yeah. since, since you don't have any points, they really have to do something big, and I think this one does. All right. Sudden Storm. Tell us about this. Well, that one sounds cool. Okay, it's movement phase. Mm-hmm. One Necron unit from your army. Until the end of the phase, ranged weapons in the Malin unit have the assault ability. 
And if it's a Necron character in it, you can reroll advance. Uh, yeah, reroll advance rolls. I should make this bigger. You should make. I wish it. you could you see it on my see it, screen. You're also, you're also like putting your hand in front of you for whatever reason. But, uh, about it. There we go. Oh my Jesus! Yeah, that makes it so much better. Um, yeah, reroll advance rolls made for your unit. Okay, <laughs> this is the weird one. Um, I okay. So you know how it's like when you lead, right? It yes. seems like when you look for the character, that's the stronger ability, right? Um, Usually, I feel like yes. they flip this one. <laughs> Is that just me? I feel like the the reroll advance rolls should have been the effect, and the the weapons equipped or having assault should have been the leader because that's so much better. Um, but either way, either way, one CP for assault, especially. I mean, I'll put it this way: Are you really running MSU blobs with Necron warriors or immortals? No, with. With warriors, no. I think you take max because otherwise you're far too squishy and yeah. you're not going to get your reanimation because 10 warriors are not terribly tough. To so be able to, being able to advance, reroll that advance if you need to for free. Uh, and then now it's assault. And you hit on threes, right? Please tell me you still hit on threes. Um, so remember, so there's two things to keep in mind. One, if you have a character, you hit at plus one. So warriors would therefore hit on threes. Immortals would hit on twos. Interesting. But warriors would then go back to hitting on fours if they advance and have now assault with this stratagem. Uh, I don't think assault lowers your ballista skill anymore. Oh, really? No. I, I literally looked it up Goes earlier and I'm staring at assault right now. It doesn't lower your ballista skill. Oh. Well, yeah. so this is just a great stratagem. All right. Never mind then. Yes. Look at me for... Uh, that's... Yeah. The, the only thing yep. with a stratagem like this that you have to keep in mind is that it's... You know... If you want the bonus, it's on a lead unit, and there's very few units that can be lead. Again, we have a, a piece of war gear that's going to help out with this enhancement, but making a weapons assault can be useful. Immortals, one of their weapons is not assault. Um, I always forget warriors, they list as Necron warriors, so that way they screw up where I'm trying to look. Um, neither of their weapons are, so being able to run them getting the reroll on that charge and then assault. Now you can actually, if you're say using reapers, which are 12 inch range, now you have your five inch move and a reroll on that bit. So you're going to get more of like eight or so inches. Now you got about 20 inch uh, effective range. Cause honestly, I'll say right now, I like the reaper better um, than the gal. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The reaper better than the flare. That's me though. Um, but no, overall it's good. It is nice. Um, Probably very situational, but good overall. And Vengeful Stars. So, it's your opponent's shooting phase after an enemy unit has resolved its attacks. So, they've shot at you. They're done shooting. Um, you have to have uh, a unit from your army that has one or more models destroyed from that. So, they destroy a model or more. You can shoot as if it was your shooting phase, but you have to target the unit that just attacked it. It can only do so if the enemy unit is an eligible target, so you have to actively be able to shoot them. If a Necron character is leading it, until the end of the phase, your ranged weapons have ignored cover. So you get to shoot back. This also is what really helps when you're taking a look at, say, large warrior blobs or anything like that. If they're close enough and they want to shoot you, you have ways to get lethal hits on fives on that. So you might actually be able to pump a reasonable amount of damage back. Um misses some of the better ones and i know why they did this because you have to have a model destroyed so any of your big things will not because they're single models but 
pretty good on some of your your smaller or, or multi-model targets if they're going after locust destroyers. Your locust destroyers have a really good gun for mid-infantry. So if it's mid-infantry that shoots at you, all of your stuff shoots back. So um, Overall, I like their stratagems. I think they're nicely delineated, very different. Good reasons Definitely. to use all of them. And there's no like absolute winner at all times like the character one it might be the strongest but you need to lose a character anyway so but stratagem wise i like it yeah all they're all one good. cp which is really really nice yes they kept it cheap which is good all appropriately costed i think nothing there i would ever put it to if any of it was yeah. two i would never do it maybe the maybe bringing the character back but that's still tough all right takes us to enhancements um, I'll go first since yeah. you had the last one. Yeah, the sense. Veil of Dark. Oh, I love the Veil of Darkness. In every yeah. edition, the Veil of Darkness was so damn cool. Mm -hmm. um, but let's see what it is. So Necromodels only. Wait, obviously? <laughs> wait, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So the, they're pro my guess, all of these say that, but I think that's true of all enhancements that they say it's those models. Maybe because we did demons and I'm used to like corn, zinch, and slanesh. Yeah. But it says Necron, so I'm like, is there? Because I'm thinking, you know, at least that was specifically corn, specifically slanesh. I'm thinking here, like, this is just book Necron. I'm not. No, th this is just how they wrote them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So once per battle, at the end of your opponent's turn, oh, I know what this is going to be. <laughs> You're going to tell. So once per battle, at the end of your opponent's turn, if the bear unit is not within engagement range, yep. the enemy units, the bear can use this enhancement. If it does, remove that unit from the battlefield. Then in the reinforcement step of your next movement phase, set it up uh, anywhere on the battlefield more than nine inches away horizontally from all enemy units. I love this. I use this. And the reason, because I play custodians and Alaris have this ability inbuilt, and it's just Fan freaking tastic, and this enhancement. Oh, please tell me it's cheap though. Or worth? I know Most I had the, of the enhancements up. are all pretty cheap. Um, this uh, one is twenty. Tw oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, if I had twenty points, absolutely would take this. Nothing is more satisfying than pulling like a double secondary where you need corners or you need to be in the enemy deployment zone, and you just pick them up at the end of. Because remember, this is at the end of your opponent's movement. This is this, or end of the sorry end, end of, of your their opponent's. Turn turn sorry apologies end of their turn i was thinking a uh, rapid ingress apologies um you pick them up at the end of their turn and you just deep strike them back down again um actually hold on yeah this is not a deep strike technically no so you can do this turn one uh um, maybe uh, i oh, damn it i don't have the card deck in front of me so i i was, I, I can't, I was I, it's it was how it's worded. Yes. I need the card deck to see it. Uh, hold on. I might what, have it. The big thing is it's because yeah, you are in your re you, you essentially do get put into um, reserves for all intents and purposes. So I believe the way they've worded it now, as well as through designer commentary, is that no. Turn okay. one, you can't do it. Okay. Got it. Unless you went second. So there was discussion about that as well. And I'm trying to understand that one, by the way, and it failed on me. So I think overall, I, be, I be, the intention to me, I believe, is that no turn one, you can't do any weird shenanigans. Like That's this, what I'm no thinking. No matter how you come okay. in. That's because their, right. their designer commentary related Good. to when they did additional rule stuff said that because I was in a I was in a discussion earlier today. I don't think it was this. It was another ability similar, the, and people are, are like, no. If you read the designer, they're no. like this. 
Uh, yeah. The reason is uh, custodians were arguing this. I know Gene Steeler Colts were arguing this. Yeah. Um, there's actually a couple that have this. It's just, again, it's, it's sporadically put throughout different armies. Um, yeah. I, I, I fully believe for the moment, at least, that it's no. And I think it's because the word, it's essentially meant to be you cannot come in from any form of reserve, whatever you may call reserve, in turn one. And I was, uh, oh, it was uh, related to one of the demon ones. That's what it was. I was actually in the oh, demon yes. group, but they were talking Demons about Demons can do it. They can do it with two units. Yes. Yeah, they're, okay. But it's Makes the sense. same sort of thing. It's like, no, they don't want you to do it on turn one, so just don't. I agree. No, no, I, I, I'm not even arguing it. I absolutely yeah. 100% agree. Um, so hypermaterial um, ablator. Let me move the screen so we can see that. Of course, you have to be Necron. While the bearer is leading a unit, models in the unit have the stealth ability. In addition, mm -hmm. each time the range attack targets the bearer's unit, if they're not within 12 inches, you have cover. So you naturally, uh, they are minus one to hit you because of stealth. And if they're outside of 12, you have plus one to your save. Oh, I love this too. <laughs> yeah, this one is minus 25. One to hit is, minus one to hit is so big because there's so little plus one to hit anymore. Not for Necron, but for other people, yes. Well, yeah, I was gonna say no, no. I, 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 I besides Necron, I actually the only thing I've seen is the Bloodthirster special ability. Yeah. I cannot think of anyone else that gives plus one except Necron. Maybe rerolls to hit or rerolls to one, but plus one to hit. I haven't looked there enough. I'm sure there is, but it's not probably somewhere. Prevalent. You know, maybe in a certain army they have it a bunch, like Necrons or someone else, but it's not prevalent. Not the way it used to be. Um. Yeah, no, th th this one is definitely good. It's, what did I say? It was 25? Yeah, 25. You want, you're going to have characters, so that's not the problem. Um, we're going to see that there are ways for Necrons to have two characters in a unit because essentially the Cryptex work like lieutenants do for Space Marines. So you may have one and a higher up in this. They're noble models or noble units. So you could actually have this with one of the other useful ones because you have it on your Lord or Overlord instead. I think the big thing is you just got to be able to have the points aside, but if you can have a spare 25 points, the minus one to hit is pretty big. And if they're far distance, getting that benefit to cover plus one to your save can be pretty good, especially in addition where AP is generally down. Um, haven't taken this one, I don't think, mostly just because I just wasn't able to fit it and I didn't want tons of various upgrades that I'd have to remember as well. But the one I take, the, uh, the auto take, um, is the next one anyway. Sovereign, uh, uh, so. cor coronal? Yeah, coronal. sovereign coronal. All right, coronal. Um, it is thirty an, points hey, for this thing. It's an aura. I don't get it. Why do they signify? Or it doesn't matter. Necron battles only. Uh, while a friendly Necron unit is within six inches of the bear, it counts as being led by a Necron character. Model. Oh yeah. Yep. So that's an uh, that's a plus one to hit. And that, that means auto. if using any of those stratagems, if they're close enough, they get the full bonus of essentially almost and all of our And remember, stratagems. ladies and gentlemen, I mentioned this with demons, and I'll mention it again. If six inches, it's not wholly within the unit. You have to literally just touch the micrometer of the base of one model from that unit, and the unit gets the benefit. Yeah. So, yeah. Necrons have tons of units, and they have a, much like most other codexes that, or indices this isn't surprising 
but they don't have tons of units that can be led by models. You know, outside of like Space Marines. Space Marines just because of the amount they have. But everyone else, yeah, you got like three, maybe four units that can be led. Since the whole bonus of Necrons is to be led, this almost feels like an auto-include to me. Because for 30 points, I can now spread it out to other units that either I'm, one, not allowed to buy a leader for. Or two, can't afford it, don't have it, something happened for a variety of reasons. And that six-inch bubble is pretty big. So I, I try to put this on whatever character I think is either going to be most in the middle, if I'm going more shooting, or it is in that right sort of position. So I might put it on my Overlord, who's going, Lord or Overlord, that's going up with a unit of warriors, because he's going to be right in the middle of the mix. Um, I've put it on Scorpec Lord before, if he's going to be up there with other charging style units, so he can help support them. It really depends on exactly what you want to do, but for 30 points, this is giving you your army rule. All right, last one, nice and cheap for 10 points, Sempternal Weave. Your bear gets four, feel no pain. If you got a spare 10, you can't do anything with it. This is an addition where you currently, you're not allowed to buy individual models. You're buying full units. So you might have a spare 10 points that you physically cannot spend anywhere. This is something. Yep. I, I, the, the big problem with it, it's just that character. And characters, unless it's precision, characters only care about their wound profile when they're alone. So if the game is going well, you'll never need it. And if the game's going so bad that or you Or if they challenge it. you, hold on, or if they challenge you for one CP, two CP? I forgot which, how many CP it is. Uh, I'm not What's sure. The, it's the general, it's one of the general stratagems. I'm not sure I even noticed that there was a challenge one, but in the yeah, it's I've actually went a so far, there's a challenge stratagem. I've used it. <laughs> okay I've so in that sort of um yeah sort of piece but it, it's nice if you happen to have those 10 points but otherwise i wouldn't use it yeah now i'm not now i'm not sure but okay what however many points it is all right um i your favorite i'm guessing is veil of darkness that's the one you really like I do. It's just so utility. I prefer utility, although the Sovereign Corona obviously is my favorite. Like that, that is utility to the max. But if I had to choose a second place, uh, definitely Veil of Darkness. In fact, I'd say Veil of Darkness because of how the game is played right now and the amount you're... It's almost you're focused on gaining secondary points rather than tabling your opponent or killing. Yeah. Um, it's almost funny. People were... I was watching the Tacoma thing and they were even saying, you know, you don't want to kill your opponent on turn one because then you don't score secondaries. Yes. You don't auto max to 100 anymore. No. So if you pull, you kill your opponent turn one, turn two, and you pull, let's say, uh, I don't know, big guns never tire, <laughs> zero points. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, Veil of Darkness and Sovereign Coronal, I would dare say are my auto takes. Yeah. Uh, all of them, I think, are pretty good. Sovereign Coronal, I think you have to take. Uh, Hypermaterial Ablator is probably the other one I want to take, but that just might be throwing a few more points at a unit that I've already thrown tons of points in to live. Not that that's a bad thing. It absolutely helps them do that. But do they need that extra bit? Depending on the unit, no. But All right, so now begins the long part of characters. Necrons have a lot of characters. They have... 
I don't even have it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> sixteen, like seventeen characters. Or things that count like characters, Catacomb, Command Barge. Okay, we can call as we will, but they have quite a few. So we might just get through characters, we'll have to see. And they start with mostly named characters, so the epics, but they go back and forth. So let me, for anyone watching along, I'm going to resize the window to 165, because that works really well to be able to see everything all at once. And um, I, th I took the last thing. So you have Imatech the Stormlord. You there? I know you're there. Oh, yeah, Because I see you. Yeah, I was You can't hide something. behind a custodian this time. Yeah. No, no, I'm thinking about something. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking, I was trying to see if there was a, a melee character that would want to feel no pain for plus ability. So I was scrolling. Um... Zerus wants to kill people in close combat. But Zerus is named. Yeah, uh, yep, you're right. Because he's the one that would want uh, it. That's exactly, he's also a lone operator. You mentioned that, and now yeah. and I mentioned the challenge. So I was just really, and you got so many goddamn characters. Mm -hmm. So the scrolling was taking forever while you were talking. No. I literally did not finish as you were talking. That's how well, many characters are. Where I would put it, if Scorpion I have spare Lord? 10 points and I don't have something else on him, would probably be my Scorpec Lord. Yeah, because he tends to be the most killy out of the non-name characters. He's got a good amount of mm. wounds. He's got a better toughness in general, so it fits him a little more. And that's yeah. a unit that is a unit that's going to want to be in combat. The unit he's with, yeah. where if you're taking Lich Guard, yes, but Lich Guard, if they're taking Sword and Board, my real goal with them is usually survive and maybe counter charges or something like that. I'm not worried about hitting like your heaviest target. Sorry. That's where my mind went. That's why I went so silent. Yes. And I was like, had my focus look. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, uh, where would I put the, anyway, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> what, what was your question? Um, I literally went off the deep you're, end. You're talking about Imotech the Stormlord for his 105 points. Oh, Imotech. Yes. Imotech yes. the Stormlord. So, Movement five. Stupid question. Is movement five the general? Yes. For Necrons? Okay. Yeah, they are. So movement slower. five and toughness five, I'm assuming, is there now general? Necron warriors um, or toughness five? For, for quite a few things, yes. It's much okay. more common to be five or maybe a little bit above than four anymore. All right. So movement five, toughness five, two up save. Only five wounds. He's 105 points. Characters don't tend oh, to have yeah, a lot okay. of wounds like this. Uh, six cheap. up leadership. OC one is really got no abilities he's got no faction he does lead no he's, he's he got abilities warriors okay okay so abilities no i meant like core core oh remember, like, yes core yes no nothing like that no yeah because sometimes you'll have like feel no pain up there or stealth or you no know, he's got none of that no so he's got two abilities one grand strategist at the beginning of your command phase uh you gain one cp all right 105 auto take immediately no not <laughs> I don't, I don't know there's a reason okay so hold on I'll get back. Lord of the Storm, once per battle at the end of your command phase, you can use ability. Uh, if it does, roll 1d6 for each enemy unit within 12 inches of this model. On a 2 to 5, suffer so d3. Mortal wounds on a 6, d3 plus 3. And that's once per game, so meh. Um, Staff of the Destroyer. So he's got two ranged weapons. Gauntlet of Fire, which is a d6 flamer. Strength 5, AP minus 1, 1 damage. And Staff yeah. of the Destroyer, which is 18 inches, 3 shots... Uh, strength six, AP three. Jesus Christ! 
Okay. Yeah. Strength six AP three two damage. Yeah. Um, and it's the staff that destroys also a melee weapon with devastating wounds. Four attacks, two plus to hit, strength six, AP three, two damage. Honestly, okay. I know you, okay, maybe not auto take. No, not auto take. But but for 105 points, just literally gain the extra CP around. That, that's I'm 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 saving 105 points for him. Well most so, of the time. So here's the other thing you gotta keep in mind. This is the first of like 17 characters to talk about. True. 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 There's going to be quite start. a few where you're like, mm, I kind of want that ability. Yeah, true. Okay, okay. I understood. It, it, but that is just already yeah. strong as hell. Because CP, oh God, there's so many times where I'm so CP starved. Because you only get one per battle round. Yeah. Uh, one uh, one per uh, turn. Player turn. Sorry. Player That's turn, right. yeah. I hate that it's called, I wish it was called battle round and then turn for the full turn. Yeah. Uh, the other anyway, way around, yeah. I know. It's, it's so, I think Sigmar reverses it is the what mm, annoys me. No, no, I, think, I believe it's the same. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for each player turn, gaining an additional C, that's two CP, a battle round. It's, you, it's, you, it's your command phase. Oh, it's only your? Oh, your command phase. Okay. Less excited. Less excited. So, Still excited. If, if it was on both, I think I would agree with you as an almost auto-include. That's where my reaction came Yeah. Um, I, th I didn't see the your. I saw. No. no unfortunately, yeah. it's yours. Now, it is still really good. It's still really good. And oh, overall, really he's good, pretty yeah. good. And he's cheap. And part of what you have to think of these points are for is to give plus one to the unit. But the other key is you've got a lot of characters. And you're going to run out of units to put those characters in. So, like, you got to figure out, well, how... I mean, how many warrior blobs do I really want? How many immortal squads do I really want? How many lich card do I really want? Because if you want, like, oh man, I like five of these characters. We well, better have five units oh, then. The, the, I think there was a list that ran like thirty lich cards. So I could see it. Put it, put them in a unit of lich card. Ain't no one gonna touch them because no one wants to charge them. <laughs> no, um, we're gonna see that when we get to things like that. There's other ones that might do more for them or. Um, at least some cryptech you might a cryptech you might want to throw in there as well. So, because we're gonna notice all the the epic guys, they're noble as well. Most of the other things are noble. You're either a cryptech, a noble, or something a little bit in between. Though not much in between. You're like a barge. <laughs> all right, but overall we do like him. And then we're gonna go to Orican the Diviner. Um, a lot of their characters just have a lot of personality because there's not personality in the rest of the army. The rest of the army, like I said, they're soulless, mindless. So their yeah. characters are all very over the top. If you read any of their stuff, they're usually a bit crazed. So Orkin... Hmm? <laughs> I, I missed what you said. I said a bit, and I started laughing. Yeah, well, that's true. Orkin the Diviner. So this boy is 80 points. So he is cheaper. We're going to see his, his, his... Mostly probably because of his weapon. He Again, he can lead Immortals, Lich Guard, and Warriors. Um, and as it says for this one, you can attach this model to one of the above units, even if one Royal Warden or Noble model has already been attached. Orican the Diviner is a Cryptek. That's really what it is. So he has the Cryptek rule. All right. He is move five, of course. He's toughness four, four up save on four wounds. He does have a four pinfall. Um, six leadership counts as one OC. He is the master chronomancer. He is a type of chronomancer, so he's the master one. Uh, when he's leading a unit, models in that unit have a four-up invul save. So he gives a unit four-up invul save. If you want to run not sword and board immortals, he's a good thing in there because he gives the unit the four-up that the, the board normally would. And the stars are right. 
Once per battle, at the start of the fight phase, this model can use the ability. If it does, till the end of the fight phase, you triple his attacks and strength characteristics of his Staff of Tomorrow. And every successful wound made for him is a critical wound, and he has devastating wounds. So once a, once a game, he will... So normally, he is Staff of Tomorrow's two attacks on threes, strength four, AP minus three, D3 damage. Decent. Not amazing, but decent. But once a game, he can be six attacks on strength 12. And all of his successes... And on 12, you know, if you're not fighting a vehicle, probably almost on twos, they're all going to be mortals. Um, <laughs> he's 80 points. He's pretty cheap. We're going to see Chronomancers do a little bit different. But he is pretty cheap, and he he, he does some good stuff. That's, that's a pretty good skill, too. Yeah. And the for super 80 boop. points, that's pretty cheap. An invul save on your full unit for 80 points is not a bad feeling. And his staff at tomorrow, if you're not putting him in like a lich guard to go hunt something, it can be a nice deterrent against the thing that comes at you. Like you're leading a bunch of warriors and then you decide to hulk out. Okay, oh, you got your decent unit charging in here. I'm going to make you pay for it because um, we're going to do quite a bit against that. Because um, with their main ability, um, their main rule, and I'll scroll up for it, if memory serves, and it may not, because the edition is new, so I do want to check. No, you can yeah, do good. When a Necron character model is leading this unit, and remember, when your character joins it, they're part of the unit. Each time a model in this unit makes an attack, they get plus one. It counts the character as well. So his on threes is really on twos. So once per game, he can be six attacks on almost twos and twos for D3 mortals each time. That's really, really good. And for 80 points... That's going to do you some good. Except your problem's going to be you're going to run out of spots for characters or you're going to want so many characters you can't fit them. That's Necron's biggest things. You you don't want to take 600 points in characters. No, you don't. But I mean, but still, you kind of do. <laughs> you want to, but like that's not necessarily going to help your game that much. But I could see this guy... Um, like I said, Warrior Unit, I think, would be really nice for him as a give them survivability... And I kind of like them. him with the uh, the staff lich guard. Yes. So that way they get the four up still, but they're still deadly in combat, in my yes. opinion. And then and then he can turn on his power in the turn when you really need to make sure you help carve through something. I oh, think yeah. those are the two spots. I wouldn't put him in immortals. You don't have enough wounds. You don't get quite enough warriors. At least you got enough bodies. And um, lich guard, you have enough wounds, and they're a unit that's going to get mixed up, so... All right. All right. Who's next? Uh, Mr. Anrakir. Yep. Anrakir, the traveler. Um, this is the one who has like the, ta he had the arrow or something. The tachyon arrow. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Tachyon arrow. All right. So, uh, first of all, uh, movement five, toughness five, two up save, six wounds. All right. So, pretty normal for a, a named leader here. Uh, Lord of the. Pyrian Eternals. Pyrian, yeah. Lord of the Pyrian Eternals. While this model is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, add one to the wound roll. Mm. Useful, but you got to keep in mind what he's allowed to lead. Oh, what is he allowed to lead? Hold on. Oh, just Immortals. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Now, that's not bad because the base Immortal bad, gun is like strength five, but yeah, you're not putting it in something where you're like making that giant jump. 
Yeah. All right. Mind of the machine. The start of the opponent shooting phase, like one enemy vehicle within 12 inches. Uh, that unit must take a leadership test. If the test is passed, up to the end of the phase. Each time the model in the unit makes an attack, subtract one from the hit roll. And if it's failed, it's not eligible to shoot. Now, this is an ability yeah. right here. Because there's no, like, I thought it was just going to say nothing happens. No. No, right? you get something. There's what is, you're, you're fucked either way. Yep. Either subtract one to hit, or just don't shoot. Oh, 12 inches is kind of short, so there's your bear. All right. He's got two, he's got two weapons. He's got his tachyon arrow. <sighs> Sadly, one shot. Yes. Oh, man. Well, it's not even like... No, All it's right. not even that nuts. I would be fine. Lower the strength a little bit of the AP and let me shoot it a couple times. Or make it like... I mean, we're talking about... Devastating Moons 2+. plus. Or, 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 you know, we're talking about models that literally can you know carry the power of of the sun in a in a cube just make it mortal wounds yeah make it mortal wounds. it's one shot yeah make it absolutely insane because you could still miss you could still fail the wound there's so many ways this could fail make it nuts because you only get it once anyway but all right uh oh yeah it's one attack uh hits on two strength 16 ap5 d6 plus two i see this just basically you, you shoot this out of tank with no invulnerable save that, that's what it is yeah or maybe just pick up a knight not pick up a knight but just shoot out a knight uh and then he's got a war scythe which mm. uh strength at four attacks two's to hit strength eight ap3 two damage yeah devastating wounds um, which is nice devastating wounds yeah yeah it's just uh, okay yeah it, a lot of these characters are great buff units man yes such it's great boofs I mean, they make it where they have to. One, characters in this edition definitely are buff in general. And the whole point of it is you want characters, so you got to make them look look attractive. Uh, he's 95 points. Oh, your camera went funny. Oh, sorry. There you go. That's all right. Um, so far, the ones we talked about, he's the one I'm least excited about. I like the idea of Mind in the Machine. And again, it's one of those abilities where when it goes off, you're going to remember that game. And you're going to play like seven games where it does nothing because you either don't get close enough. Oh, they, oh, that guy, he shuts down vehicles. Get him. Yeah, or, exactly. they, or they make the test. You In Knights this army, there's not a vehicles? lot of ways. Hmm? Knights are vehicles? Yes. Um, okay. This is a great anti-knight guy then. Because there is a shutting model that uh, gives minus one to battle shock. Oh, yeah. Shooting down. Sh sh not shooting down. Shutting, shutting down. down a knight is, is, is big. Honestly, even minusing one a knight is still pretty good. Shutting down's even better. Yeah, shooting phase. Okay. Yeah, uh, shooting phase. And it's for the phase, right? Yes, until the end of the phase. All right. Yeah, it's, it is very good. He's one of the ones I find the least exciting for the moment, just because I, I don't like when I'm, my ability is like a really big gamble. Uh, That's me, though. All right. I am putting a timestamp down. Actually, maybe we'll get a little further than I thought. Some of these characters are going somewhat fast. Yeah, they're very quick. They're they're good, but there's not tons to say. We'll have more to say once we get to some of the units they lead, and then we can kind of go back and talk about the way we want to throw some of these guys. Uh, Vargard Oberon. Let me find... I'll be right him. back while you talk about him. Yep, that's absolutely fine. You can start talking. Start yep. talking. He is 85 points. He's, of course, move 5, toughness 5. He's a 2-up save, 5 wounds, leadership 6. He's got 1-0-C. Um, Vargard Oberon is Nemesur Zendrek's bodyguard. So he has the rule that if Zendrek is in the unit, he may go into it. Um, and they said if that unit's destroyed, 
They become separate units, of course. That's the normal thing. But he may go into unit there. For himself, um, he has Ghost Walk Mantle. This is same name as before. A little bit different ability, but same name. When he's in a unit, the models in the unit have fights first. He can go into unit of Lich Card. I, I, don't, I don't care about it with my warriors. I don't care about my mortals. My Lich Guard do care. So fights first is really, really big there. That means either you're charging and tending to fight first, or your opponent charged you and you're fighting with that unit first. Yeah. Um, Vargard's duty, while this model is in the same unit as Zandrek, character models in that unit have four up, feel no pain. So he gives himself and Zandrek four up, feel no pain if they're both in the same unit. We didn't talk about Nemesaur Zandrek yet, right? No, no, he's not. Uh, he is, actually, he's two away. You want to skip to him? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll skip to him afterwards because it makes sense. Yeah. You're, if you're taking him, you're taking him together. He yeah. also has a War Scythe. Same exact four attacks, just like we talked about. Strength A, AP minus three, two damage. Precision, though. He does do yeah. precision. That's the extra bonus that he personally yeah. gets. He gets devastating wounds, but he does have precision. Um, And he was 85 points. Yeah. Man, I'm it, not... I'm, it, it makes you said don't you, spend 600 on leaders, but, like, come on. So... <laughs> Yes, but here's the problem. Let's say you spend that 600. At a 2K list, you now have a lot less units. Like, okay, this unit's yeah. really good. Okay, they get fights first, and maybe they got Zandrak, and they got some other cool abilities. All that's nice. But if you can take that unit down, because I'm only putting them in Lich Guard. If you can take the unit down or do enough damage to them, or you just play keep away, I'm putting too many points. I, I always concern if you just spend way too many points in utility pieces. And like I said, you have to take enough units for them to go in. Some of these characters, you're not going to want them in Warriors because they don't do anything good. So you want this guy in Lich Guard. Lich Guard are more expensive. And you're not going to want to take a five-man squad of Lich Guard. That's not enough. Five-man, you're going to get them wiped off the board. You're going to lose the usefulness of this character. So you put them in 10-man ten, ten squad. That's starting to run you up in points. Oh, this other one you want. Well, he probably wants to be Lich Guard. Oh, you need another 10-man squad. It stacks up. I, I, you know what? If someone wants to run tons and tons of characters, go for it. But I, th I think you're going to find that you're missing some teeth in the army. All right, so we're going to skip Zeris for a moment. Cool model, by the way. He is a cool <laughs> model. Um, I don't have him. Actually, I don't have any oh, of the new characters. Oh, no, Zantrek. What's he, why is he dabbing? Because he's fancy like that. <laughs> he's literally dabbing. Um, he's the one who thinks he's still Necron tier. He's oh my god, he's he? crazy. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, he, he thinks it's still the old days. So yeah, I would that. say, uh, toughness five, six wounds. Yeah, it seems like the same normal. Yeah. Um, Overlord. All right, so transient. Mad. How many points is he? By the way, he's eighty-five. Oh, still cheap. Jesus, he's te cheap so, for the so one seventy for the pair. Yes. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, no, wait. it was 85 and was it 85 and 95? Oh, I thought it was 85 and 65. Sorry. Oh, wait, did I say, let me take a look. Did I say 65? 85. Sorry. No, actually my apologies. They're both, uh, they're both 85. So 170. Yeah. Oh, 170. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. They're both 85. So while this model is leading a unit at the start of your command phase, roll 1d6 until the start of your next command phase, weapons equipped by the models in that unit gain the following. So they can get sustained hits one on a one to two, lethal hits on a three to four, devastating wounds on a, oh my God. <laughs> devastating wounds on a five to six. Uh, and then once per battle, um, after your opponent uses a stratagem, if the small's on the battlefield, 
It can use this ability, and if it does, until the end of the battle, the CP cost of your opponents must pay to use that strategy again is increased by one. He fate weavers you. Oh, effect. Oh, no, that's no, that's fate weaver has that ability as well because we did so that this, the other week. Also, sh- I played against someone who does this too. Um, was Drew? Oh my back. god! No, 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 no! I was playing him literally on Friday. Tyler. Tyler. Uh, um, so some space. Uh, Bjorn guy. does it. Bjorn. Bjorn does. Bjorn it. does. It. Okay. There's going to be more than one model that does it, but yeah, yeah. I just know it from there. Um, um, oh, that had been... All right, so hot. Staff of Light, uh, three attacks, three uh, threes to hit, start five, AP two, one damage, and then you could boop someone. Okay, he's not a melee character. No, he's um, not. That's not yeah. his purpose. Oh, man. Uh, do you, okay, so if you're going to take him, you okay. absolutely take the pair. I, I, I agree. I think... I think you can take Oberon without him, but I don't think you take Zandrek without Oberon. Oberon, exactly. Uh, what does Oberon lose if he, if he you don't take him again? The, the uh, four feel no pain. No, no, no. That's so good. Well, no, but, no, let, no, no, uh, no. but let's keep in mind that's only going to matter if someone's challenged you or positioning you out, because once the unit is gone and it's them, they're split. They don't get to stay together. So you lose True. it at that moment. I, it's not that it's it's bad, but right. I, I I what he does giving fights first to the unit and him having a good melee profile to me speaks for itself. This guy, I want the extras because I'll tell you right now, if you want to put him in a unit of Lich Guard, you know, if you take sword and board, all those results are good. If instead you take the war scythe, war scythes are already devastating wounds. Yeah, you don't get double devastating wounds. Yeah, so honestly, like you, you really, stick him with the. You just stick him with the shield, no matter what. I I think you would. In this case, I think yeah. you would. Although you kind of want those other two also a lot more on the war side. Slight side note: I know okay. we didn't talk about it, but counter tactics is probably one of the most powerful abilities in the game right now because yes. of how little CP generation there is, um, and the way, and because of. The developers comment. Oh, now you can see me moving my hands. Like, yes. Oh, oh god, this it's almost is so like you're Italian. Yeah, it's Cuban. That's why I had my camera off. God damn it. Um, no. So, um, because of the developers' commentary, there are some people that reduce strategy to zero, right? And some yeah. people thought, oh, d- doesn't matter if you vect me, I'm still zero. No. What happens is you reduce the strategy to zero, then you increase it by one. Yeah. So no matter what you're still paying one CP for that stratagem, which can make or break you. Or you're paying two, three, four CP, whatever it is that it got increased to. Um, out of the ones we've had so far, there's a, the thing is there's so many characters. So I'm like, right. There's a lot. As we talk. Yeah. I think he's actually my favorite so far, believe it or not. Because of that. Yes. Okay. I the one CP in your command phase is really powerful. Yes. Then harming your opponent is even more powerful. And then the fact that he buffs the Lich Guard with that uh, those special abilities, and you take him with Ober. I'm already counting him as 170. By the way, that's why I'm doing this. I I agree. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're taking him. I think you put Ober. You take 170. Um. So for 170, taking the pair and then putting him in a, in a Lich Guard unit with shields, that is a dangerous 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 um unit that i don't even want to fight yeah and it's funny because hit the problem with fight first is like i don't want to charge you because you fight first you don't want to charge me 
because I fight first. It's a stupid kind of yeah. standstill. But that being said, yeah, no, I, I, I think the pair right now are up there on my top of so far that we talked about. Yeah. What I will say, because I want to make sure this is clear, because it might not have been our discussion so far. These guys, do, this guy does not have to go to Lich Guard because his abilities that he gives out um, one of these effects is not close combat. It's just your weapons. So he does do it to your shooting attacks as well. Ooh. So, Wait, hold on. so that is something. But things yeah. to keep in mind, Necron Warriors already have lethal hits on both of their pieces. So that means oh, that's one yeah. third of the time you don't. And let's face it, lethal hits makes devastating wounds less useful because yes. I have less in the pool of my successes left to go for. Yes. Sustained hits one would be nice. So there is a little bit there. Um, I'm not saying it, it's it's bad, but there is a little bit. Nah, there. I still, yeah, I was gonna say you still take it with the lich guard. Yeah. Anytime that's the same, it's the same problem you had with the lich guard with the double hand weapon. I don't want to double up on an ability because I lose yeah. literally a third of the randomness. Yeah, and immortals one the blasters have lethal hits, the carbines have sustained hits too. So you no, you then kinda, yeah, it's literally nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, the you one can get it's some a good. One and like, yeah, if you happen to get devastating wounds on the one that uh, on the sustain hits too, that's really nice. But I'd still rather it in Lich Guard. I'm going to get a lot exactly. more play in Lich Guard. Um, okay, so we got to go back to Zerus. Um, if you like the other ones, you're going to like this guy. He is from everything that's talked about, sort of the best. But we will that's get it. to that. I got to look up his points where is he he's is 220 he the winner oh no, okay, no no so no he's, a, he's thick yeah he's okay. expensive all right he is move seven so fastest thing we've seen so far toughness eight one of the toughest things we've seen so far one of the toughest things that's not a full vehicle even this man's like a half vehicle uh two up save he's nine wounds he's got six and he's uh three points three hundred points um so for this guy he is the first character we have that does not lead a unit. So, Illuminator. While he's within three inches of one or more friendly Necron units, he has lone operative. So you can't target him in shooting outside of 12 as long as there's someone else nearby. He essentially has like 9th edition bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, mechanical augmentation and aura. While friendly Necron battle line, your battle line are your warriors and your immortals. Unit within six inches of this model. Each time a model in that unit makes an attack, improve your AP by one, and each time an attack targets that unit, worsen the AP by one. So anytime you're making an attack, you're plus one AP, they're minus one AP. And six inch bubble. His last thing is his atomic energy manipulator. At the end of the fight phase, if he's destroyed one or more models, he adds three to that mechanical augmentation aura. So that, he can... Wait. Hmm? Does that keep going or no? So I'm not a hundred percent sure. By the way it's worded, you're adding just three to the range. It doesn't I, say each time, in my opinion. That's why I'm No, I'm back I'm back and forth on that one. I'm not sure. I can see it both ways. Because I can also see the argument being it's the same rule affecting it again, but you've reset your number. And if you've reset your number, you should be able to use a rule again that's just resetting the number. 
I'm personally not sure. I haven't looked to see what the consensus is on that. Okay. Um, so for his weapons, he's got an Eldritch Lance, three attacks, um, Blitz Skill, three, Strength, nine, AP, minus three, three damage. So he's got a pretty strong weapon there. And his melee, um, he has his Lance, which is four attacks now, same profile otherwise, and his Impaling Leg. So he's got four attacks with his legs that hits on three, Strength, six, AP, minus one, one damage. He needs to kill models in close combat, which he has the profile to do, depending on the unit, of course. He gives a lot of change of AP around. Um, your Reapers going from on um, Warriors from AP strength five, AP minus one, one damage to being minus two means I don't care that I'm one damage anymore because I'm actually yeah. going to get wounds in reliably. Lessening the AP is huge because this army's goal is survival. You know, this is an attrition army, so anything that does that is a very good attrition, and they're not going to shoot him out. So, even if you can only manipulate it once, a nine-inch bubble around this guy is huge. That's the better part of the whole middle of the board if you're out there. That's the between two 20-man blobs of Necron warriors. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, he, he's, he's going to make them a lot better, and we're going to see the things you're going to put in with the warrior as well, because you're going to put a little something in with them as well. Makes exactly. them a lot better. He's not getting hurt. And if he can help with the counter charge, if something starts getting close, because he can fight his way out of the wet pepper bag, which warriors will not. Um, he's by most people's accounts, one of the, one of the strongest characters we have. And, and I, and I do see it. I think utility wise for that sort of that, army that, of survivability, that aura is already pretty damn good. Yes. You need to build an army for it. You need multiple giant warrior blobs and stuff like that. But if you're building that style of army, this guy's going to be a tax that you're going to pay. All right. Oh, oh do I got my favorite? Uh, yeah, I do. Trazen. <laughs> you just like him because it almost sounds like Trajan. And that's no, just no, Trazen. I so I've read the books. That's why. Okay. Uh, and he is literally hilarious. I mean, I hate to say that he's a troll because it's such an overused trope. And no, like, he is. He's 100% a troll. But but this is, he is, he is legitimately a a troll. Um, and I think the only re record of someone sticking up their middle finger in the Warhammer novels, I can't think of any other time someone stuck up the middle finger in the Warhammer novels. Um, except for Alea. Alea, for the, I figured out a quote. I don't know if you're there's one part of the uh, the books where Alea, Valerian, sister of Silence, mm -hmm. buddy, uh, <laughs> she gets waved at and she basically throws the person through China cabinets. Nice. <laughs> so. Well, if you can't use your words, you use your actions. <laughs> exactly. It um, <laughs> does like a big face bob. Um, anyway, Trazen the Infinite, basically the Pokemon mask. For those who don't know the lore, just a slight side note, Trazen collects, uh, he's, he's basically the collector from Marvel. Yeah. Um, but to an extreme, the collector is, I don't think existed since the beginning of the damn universe, and this guy did, or at least close to. Um, and, and he like, he collects everything from Chaos Space Marines to relics to demons to uh, it's a joke i think he has con in there I, I don't even know point is he's nuts he he literally will during battle in the books throw like pokemon balls of just random shit so he can like escape well that's where um isn't that how like inquisitor grayfax came back yeah 
Yeah. That's literally how Grayfax came back. Yeah, it was in like one of the stories. He's like, hey, I got a bunch of old ass Inquisition dudes. Here you go. And she came Enjoy. out and she's like, Celeste, wait, you're a living saint? No. And then they end up becoming like friends or whatever. Like they end yeah. up working out, no, but at first she's like, wait, this the, is a sacrilege. The, the joke is that they became lovers, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she almost killed Celeste. <laughs> yes. Because back in her time, yeah, the, the idea of, person, oh, you're a saint? Yeah, that means I need to get rid of you because that's not real. Yeah. Oh. That's so funny. Anyway, he is, he's um, 75 points. So talk about the 75 seven, point man. Oh, wow, that's already cheap. Yeah, he's cheap. Oh, Most of the characters are cheap. Yeah. Uh, while this model is in the unit at the end of your command phase, if that unit is within range of an objective market control, it remain, remains in your control until yep. the opponent. Yeah, okay. So it's he stickies objectives. your objectives. Oh, that's really, really good. Sticky objectives are so powerful this edition, too. Because um, you could, for those who don't know, sticky objectives, sorry, I should probably explain because that's a colloquial term with Warhammer. Sticky objectives just means that normally, you know, you're used to staying on the objective to control it. All sticky means is. Uh, whenever they tell you you get it, so this is the command phase, uh, that objective just remains under your control until your opponent controls at the start or end of any turn. Which, by the way, did change. I did notice, by the way. It used to be you check for control every All the time. single phase. Yeah. Now it's at the end of your turn, which I came into play during my game with demons because of Shadows of the Warp. Yeah. I thought when he deep struck on the objective, I lost it. No. And then I read it, and then I had to figure this. I was like, no, it's the end of your turn. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So I was able to deep strike and, and advance and charge. Um, but yeah, no, just, just realize that. Anyway, surrogate hosts. At the start of your command phase, if this model is on the battlefield, you can select one other friendly Necron infantry character model on the battlefield. Uh, you can't choose Epic Hero or Scorpic Lord. No. Uh, that selected, the selected model is destroyed. Yeah, so keep reading. Rules are, and this model is put in its place with all of its wounds remaining. If the selected model is in a unit, this model now attaches to units as its leader. Yeah, he replaces them. Oh. Yeah, um, that's all. He actually does this. He's able to hop into yeah. other bodies. That's what he's going to do. They just don't let you do it to a Scorpec Lord because they don't want him then leading Scorpec destroyers. Or destroying your epic heroes. Yeah. But it's and it's infantry character, so he can replace a crypt tech or something smaller if you want. Yeah. Uh he has empathic obliterator, sustain hits D three, it doesn't really matter. Four attacks, two uh twos to hit strength seven, uh D three damage each. Um He's a seventy five point sticky, and then yeah. if you need to sticky somewhere else, he can go hop to that other unit and sticky it for you. And sticky it, yep. Is that once per game or no? No. No, it's while he's leading a unit. It's on so the his end unit, of your you command have like face. three dudes left in his unit. You're like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to assassinate. And <laughs> and you're like, nope. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So if he's by himself, he can hop away. Um, Or what's n nice to notice is the Serga host is the start of your command phase. An ancient collector sticking is the end of your command phase. So if you truly need the objective over there, you don't care about that character or anything like that. He can hop into them, sticky it, and then you can leave. So he 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 has a lot of options like that. Seventy five, uh, and he leads the normal suite of uh, immortals, Lich Guard of Warriors. At seventy five points, you can absolutely take him for that. He's not doing much else for you, but if sticky is your concern, this is a good way to actually sticky objectives. We don't have many ways. Such a weird. 
because he's so cool in the lore, but here he's so blasé. They're putting, um, uh, rightly so to an extent, but they're putting a very heavy emphasis on sticky objectives. And, you know, his surrogate host does fit his lore. So he fits his lore well, and he is cheap at least. You know, for 75 points. Somehow, I would have loved to see them incorporate the Pokemon balls a little bit. Yeah, I could have seen him having some sort of D6 or D3 related role to, even if it's like a weapon profile, because the idea is he called a different model and they're the one shooting for him or something. But I, I think they wanted to keep it somewhat simple. And like yeah, exactly. said, you do that, he'd get more expensive. You need cheap True. characters in this army. If they get expensive, you're not taking characters. Yeah. All right. So. That's it for main, right? Uh... My notes are on two separate pages. Why the hell are my notes on such pages? Yes, that is. My notes are on like two separate pages. I got to combine them. There we go. That's all the named ones. Um, we still have more characters, but that is the named. So, for more characters. Name, I, well, okay. Name so far. Who do, who do you like the most? Well, okay. So, I got to agree with everyone and say uh, Lumen there is really, really good. Yes. Right? But if I'm taking like multiple named characters... It's probably going to be Illuminar, Nemesir, Zandrak, and Buddy. <sighs> you're you're already at almost four hundred points. Well, it's, okay, I was going to take one more. It's uh, if I could take one more. Okay. I don't know if it's Trazen or the first one. I don't know if I like sticky objectives more. Honestly, no, I don't take Trazen or I don't take the other one. Zandrak, Oberon. Illuminar. That's that's those are my top three. Or technically top two, because you don't take so okay. <laughs> top three because the problem is Oberon and, and uh um Zandrak are two different models, but really you take them together. Yeah. So top three would be Illuminar, Zandrak Oberon. <sighs> and damn, you can see the frustration in my face. Oh, I know. Um that's it. I value sticky objectives more, so it's going to be Illuminar. For or not Illuminar. Uh, um, Trazen. Trazen. For, for what the game is right now, yes, I think the sticky yeah. objectives is very, very big. Um, I can absolutely see the argument for Imitech because the extra command points, some D3 mortals, very cool. Um, I can see the argument for Oberon by himself. I think he absolutely works by himself. But Xandrak and Oberon together make a really powerful pair. And... Yeah, Zerus, I got a couple spare Scorpec models, so I'm going to see if I can kit-bash him together, because I don't want to have to get the model itself. And also, the other thing I will preface for anyone watching, a lot of the characters have been sold out, and been sold out for a long time, because a lot of them are fine cast. Um, oh, there, there really? Is a, yes. There's well, a, it makes sense. Yeah. They were that uh, time yeah. period. There yeah. is a lot of people who've shown up their kit-bashes and conversions for this, because a lot of the characters are kind of like lords with a little bit different weapon or like i said when we talked about um i will orican the diviner he's a cryptech so you could take the cryptech put a different staff on him call him orican i will say out of all of them i think oberon looks kind of the dumbest i don't like that oh no actually no sorry dab lord zandrek is the dumbest hey just because he's cool and you're not it literally dabbing yeah, but he's dabbing <laughs> with like a giant blade. He's dabbing with a staff um, of light. But besides the dab, Oberon, I don't like that. I don't know what it is. You know why? 
And I know why, because I but I bought the how many spears do I have? Two hundred. Oh, <laughs> yeah, two hundred. Uh, yeah, I'm counting the bike spears. Uh, the hands are not supposed to be like that. One hand goes in, one go- hand goes out. Okay. He's basically that is a weightlifting pose. Actually, is it? Hold on. Uh, no, because you don't do this. You do this. You do this. This and this. Yeah. No, he's weightlifting. Yeah, if he's doing he's like a clean and jerk. Yeah. He, he is. He's cleaning. Yeah. He's deadlifting. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think robots build muscles. Exactly. He's, he's not the one who thinks he's still alive, so he should know better. All right. Um, that takes us out of named characters, and now you just get normal characters. First one here. <laughs> they at least Necrons always had a lot of characters and I at least like how they leaned into the idea of characters matter to you. So characters give you a rule and a lot of your characters are very cool. World Warden is 40 points. So this is cheap. Um, Leads immortals or warriors. And this is the model that we're going to see when we talk about Cryptex or Orican, who is essentially Cryptek. If they're led by World Warden or a noble model, they can go in as well. So, okay. He is move five, toughness five. He's got three up save, four wounds, six. He counts for one objective. He has adaptive strategy. Um, while he leads a unit, their ranged weapons gain heavy and assault. You Wait. look confused. So keep in yeah. mind, if your opponent is giving you minuses, that means if you didn't move... You're getting plus one to hit naturally because you're being led and heavy plus one. So you can get back to your net plus one. Now, okay, got it. Yeah, got it, got it. that's really what it's about. Um, the assault might be a little more useful, but there's times when your opponent's going to have a negative and this removes that negative. Um, and he's 40 points. Uh, Angermatic uh, logic. Once per battle, at the start of any phase, you can select one Necron unit. That's Battleshock. That's within the 12 of him. No longer Battleshock. Um Useful, especially because you could use it at the start of a phase, just as you've gotten battle shot at the end of your command phase, start movement phase on battle shock immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a relic gauss blaster, so his gauss blaster is a little bit better. Lethal hits, the big thing is rapid fire two as well. Two attacks on three, strength five, AP minus one, two damage. Um, that part's a little bit better as well. And then his melee weapons, he's just got close combat weapons. Four attacks on three, strength five, uh, one damage. You're taking him because you're worried about large minuses, getting the heavy or the assault could be good. Or battle shock. Yeah, and the battle shock. So yeah. if you got a big unit of warriors, being able to get assault on their weapons so you can charge up, or sorry, I should say, um, advance up, get within a good range, maybe use some of your um, your stratagem to get some nice rerolls on that, get some pumps of wounds down, and if they kill enough of you, just turn off the battle shock. So that way then you can use your stratagems again. He's very cheap. I I do think we're running into a problem of fitting him and others because there's so many characters and pieces that you want. Yeah. And he has to lead the unit. He can have Cryptex with him, a Cryptek. But he has to lead it, so you can't put any of those other people with this guy. So, you know, some of the other people have a little bit nicer abilities. Yeah, they're more expensive, but if I only have two units of like warriors, maybe a unit of immortals. If I got three units that can be led, am I going to swap out one of them for this guy? Probably not unless I can't afford him. You know, I take this guy because he's cheap. 
I don't take him because I'm necessarily in love with all of his abilities. I think they're good, but I kind of like some of the others a bit more personally. And warriors, your warrior blocks already have a few different things I think they want. And I don't know if it's always this guy. All right. All right. Scorpec Lord. Oh, this is the big dude, right? This is I the big this. dude. Oh, I love big Chungus. All right. Uh, Moo 7, Toughness 7, 6 wounds, 3 up save, 4 up invulnerable. Um, wait, do we have an invulnerable save on any of the epic heroes? I don't think I mentioned them. Um, a few of them had did. it. Sandrak, Luminar. Yeah, if you scroll back, they have them. Actually, not. Okay, no, there we go. Okay, all right, all right, we're good. Yeah. So, some of them don't, though. Okay, no. okay. I just realized that I completely just anyway. So it does have a four up and vulnerable. Uh, OC two, uh, leadership six. Um, United into oh he leads Scorpex by the way. Yeah, obviously. So United Destruction when this models in a unit melee weapons equipped by models in that unit have the lethal hits ability. Um, I got to see the. Uh, Scorpex, do they like lethal hits, Dave? Um, they don't have quick. it naturally. So if you don't have it naturally and generally like it, this so Scorpex are their four attacks normally on three, strength seven, AP minus two, two damage. You can have a unit of six. So you could be doing this on 24 attacks. That means you're getting, on average, about four, four or so of them automatically through. Okay, okay. Two damage pop, you said? Yeah, okay. two damage pop. Not bad. Uh, each time this model ends a charge move, select one of a unit with engagement range. On a D6, 2 to 5, it's D3. And on a 6, it's D3 plus... Okay, so just some mortal wounds when you charge. Um, he does have a range weapon and a melee weapon. Range weapon is 18 inches. Uh, rapid fire 2 with 2 attacks. 2 up to hit, strength 6, AP 1, 1 damage. Um, he's got a claw... Like, wait, hold on. Does he get both? Uh, not extra it's not extra attacks, so no, he has to choose. Choose, okay. Yep. So you can choose between eight attacks on strength six AP one one damage or four attacks at strength ten AP three three damage. Yeah. Mm. He can actually this is an army that in general can struggle in close combat versus heavier things. Shooting, no, they're pretty good against it in shooting, but in close combat a lot of your stuff doesn't really have that very, very high strength or very, very good AP. Other than like satans or certain things like that. So yeah. here's a guy in that the problem is score peck aren't near aren't aren't as good as they used to be they're a little more lackluster yeah and um, um so far the ones yeah. i've rolled that mortal wounds i rolled the one on a model that had one wound left to kill him for a night titan oh yeah so what do you think he's 115 points 115 I mean, if I'm taking score pack, I take him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's a good tax. If you're taking score yeah. pack, I like the six unit and I like him in there. I'm giving I'm lethal not hits. Score pack, he doesn't exist. No. Um, and the problem score pack are a little bit lackluster, but um, I I do overall like him. I especially just like his look, so I do take him often. No, he does look amazing. Yeah. That, I will. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, for me, I, I I do include a lot because I do just think he's really cool looking. And and I do like him. It took me a long time to paint him, so I like putting him in. And I like Scorpec. And Scorpec, each of their weapons took me like 30 minutes to paint each one. So I do tend to take them, but I do understand that they're they're not as good as they used to be. But it's, again, it's it's a, an embarrassment of riches. And at least with this guy, though, that's all he can lead. And it's the only thing that can be led by him. So if you have Scorpec, 
do you have points for this guy? You can throw him in. You don't have to like worry about it the same way you have for these other things. Um, the Locust Lord. Let me just put in my time stamp. Make my life easier later. For Locust Lord, uh, I got to pull up his points. There it is. He's 85 points. These models are like tough to get right now. I'm trying to figure out if I can kit bash one well. Uh, he's a move seven, toughness six, three up save, six wounds, uh, six leadership. He's four up invul, I should say, as well, and he counts for two objectives. He is part of the destroyer cult. While he's leading a unit, models that have on ranged attacks get critical hits on fives. Um, they already have, uh, I know some of their weapons are lethal hits. Trying to look up destroyer i gotta like not spell it with an l fat typing here um yeah lethal hits on that one and i think the heavies are sustained hits or lethal hits depending on which profile you go with so you're immediately giving them something good and he's driven by hatred each time a model makes an attack that targets an enemy that's below half strength you can reroll the hit and the wound so hit someone who's already hurt, and you can finish them off. Um, war gear. So this is one of the first times we've actually seen war gear these guys can take. Um, so actually, what I'll say is I'll, I'll talk about his weapons, and I'll talk about his war gear options. Um, his ranged weapons, he has the Staff of Light, same sort of staff that we've talked about. He has a, either a Lord's Blade, devastating wounds on four attacks, two strength eight, AP minus three, two damage. Or he can have his staff of light so if he swaps the staff of light he loses his range weapon i don't care about his range weapon i probably go with the lord's blade anyway just so that way he stands a better chance if someone gets in combat because your other guys aren't going to really do that great against it so you you could use it here yeah the other guys are like two attacks and stuff like that um other options for him he can take either phylactery or res orb phylactery gives him feel no pain five up Cool. No. Resorb. When he's leading a unit, your reanimation protocols go off every command phase. Not just yours, your opponent's as well. It's free. You absolutely take a resorb. You take a resorb on every unit that can take a resorb. It's not many. It's lords, overlords, and like locust lords. But you absolutely take the resorb. Because now you get your reanimation in both command phases. So if your opponent, say you went, got your models in combat, you lost a little bit, their turn, this unit comes back D3, survive out, your turn, another D3. It doubles your survivability. Why would I ever take five up, feel no pain? Um, because at some point you're going to have to pay for war gear and it might be prohibitively expensive. Okay. Flattery might be like 10 points, and if the res orbs used to be, last edition, they were like 30. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there was like a special one, and then there was a relic one as well, but they were, some of them were like 30 points or like swapped out for stuff, so at some point, it's not going to be freebie anymore. I think that's the reason why, but if you're, take, if you're taking Locust Destroyers, yes, Take a big pack of them. Take this guy 100%. If you're taking heavy destroyers, he's very good there as well. But 
you know, I might take the extra Locust Destroyer if I can fit the three in instead of, say, or fit an extra one in instead of just taking this guy. But he he does a lot for that unit, especially if the model or whatever you're shooting at is already under half. Rerolling Hit and Wound, especially on Heavy Destroyers, if you want them for that, is huge. Because their big gun is one shot. And it's like, damage six. So, he is quite good. But um, he loses his uh, hover round, and he gains legs. Tell us what happens when he grows those legs. When he grows the legs. Yeah. I assume that's what happened. Um, so, uh, and so what does he lose? He loses a toughness. He goes down to five, loses two wounds. Jesus. So he goes from six to four. I think that's about it. Still keeps his invul, right? Oh, no, loses his invul, too. He, he fits a lot of thing in that hover chair. <laughs> Apparently. Um, his weapons don't change, though, right? Uh, no, his his no, weapon okay. options are exactly the same. Uh, so he can do Relentless March. Uh, add one to the move characters of the model. The Lord's Will. You can target that unit with strategies even when it's battle shocked. And he has a resurrection orb. Uh, he's a 65-point res orb. That makes you a little bit faster and yeah. lets you use your cool strategy even with battle shot. Okay. Um, we are going to see uh, in a we'll see if we do it tonight, but in a bit, we're going to see where we throw him in. When we start talking about Lich Guard warriors and stuff like that, we're gonna talk about some of the combinations you take for these guys. And there's a strong indication why this guy might be the noble option that you take. Okay. Yeah. Um, once we talk about the other ones and we've seen all these things, I think that makes more sense to have that sort of argument. But otherwise, he's cool. All right. Um, and he's cheap, at least. So we are on to now. He's going to swap out his little hub around <laughs> chair for, for a throne. Yeah, for a throne or a full. Um, Oh, uh, I know what I'm thinking, but I can't think of it. That's okay. I'll come up with it later. It's going to bug the shit out of me until I do. Catacomb Command Barge. For the Catacomb Command Barge, this is 150 points. This is him on the barge. So, it's move 9, uh, toughness 8, 3-up save, but 4-up invul. Uh, 9 wounds, 6 leadership, he's grabbing you 3 objectives. Has deadly demise 1, first thing we've seen with that. He has a carrier wave, an aura. If friendly Nightguard units are within six inches, they add one to their objective controlled characteristic. That is definitely very big on some of these units that are ones or even the ones that are two, because then you can guarantee that you're taking the objectives. And he has advanced quantum shielding. Each time an attack targets this model, if the strength characteristic of the attack is greater than his toughness, subtract one. So assuming you're not a strength 16 or better gun, you don't wound this guy on more than fours. Because if you would wound him on a three, minus one from the wound. Um, he may take a res orb as well. Here's why he's so good. Select one friendly Necron infantry or mounted unit within six inches to do the ability. So he doesn't help his unit because it's just him. I mean, he, I would say yeah. it's friendly. He's allowed to help himself. Um, oh, no, sorry. He's not because he's not mounted. My apologies. But he helps someone else. 
So, and I don't think, uh, and it's the end of your opponent's command phase that you use this, same way as you use the other res orbs. So, for his weapon choices, so he comes with the Gauss Cannon Staff of Light. He can swap those. So his um, Staff of Light is the same thing we've been talking about. His Gauss Cannons, lethal hits, 24-inch range, three shots on three, strength five, AP minus two, two damage. So pretty good. He can swap the Gauss Cannon for a Tesla Cannon if he wants instead. It sustained hits two instead. Still the 24, but you get four attacks on threes, six strength, one damage. Um, he can also take the Overlord's Blade if he wants. Uh, I'm taking the Overlord's Blade each and every time because I don't care about the Staff of Light a little bit extra. And I'm probably going Gauss Cannon because the flat two damage I like a little bit more than the Saints hits two when you only have like four, maybe three attacks. This, so this is the point where you have words, should you have them. Yeah. You are not thrilled with this. So, again, <laughs> and no, you know why? And there's the same reason I wasn't thrilled with the Throne of Blood with Corn. It's the same reason I wasn't thrilled for the gigantic wheeled chariot for Slanesh. Um, it's just going to get shot. You're paying points for something to get shot, and it's not as durable as you want it to be. Um, that's the problem I'm seeing. Like someone takes a knight, they will blow this up off the board. It's not like it's shooting another knight, or it's not like it's shooting a tank, which is a little bit more durable. This is like a rhino in durability. With a four-up and vulnerable, yes, but... It, yeah. Uh, eh. Nine wounds doesn't go so far if people have things like last cannons and stuff like that. Yeah. If, if they have good anti-tank, it can go down in a yeah. In one it's again, it's the same problem I had with the the, the yeah, stupid so. demon corn. Uh, what, what was it called? The throne of blood? No, uh, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's just it, it's the same exact problem. It's you, I look at this, I'm like, it's cool, but I'm so inundated with HQs and head and, and leaders. This is not one of them. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. this guy is still just because I know it's a shooting. It's a shooting edition, and he will absolutely get shot off the board. Yeah. And before, I was just thinking base hovercraft. He's essentially on hovercraft this time. Um, the shame is because this carrier wave is really good. That's going to help you take objectives that you might have been losing before. The fact that you can't wound him any more than a four does help, unless you're like a super crazy strength. But otherwise, you're only hurting him on fours. He has, with that and an safe, he has decent survivability. But if your opponent really has a lot of anti-tank and they want him gone, they can. And they probably will in a turn. If they're more modest, you might, you'll have this guy for a bit if it's a little more modest. But you also have to be careful with him because he's not necessarily hitting really that hard in melee either. So you don't necessarily really want him in combat. Yeah. Um, um, I think I have one of these. I don't think it's fully put together. I used to. I did, why did you? You had Necrons at some point? Yes, I did. Oh, I had a I whole army. I had a whole army. No, I, I did not know I've that. had almost every single army, except for Imperial Guard, Dark Eldar, Genius of the Cults, obviously, because they're too new, Votan. Well, I pretty much had every single army. Hmm. 
Yeah, I had Necrons. I have Necrons now. I had a few Necrons at the... Oh, excuse me. I watched you yard now. It affected me. I had Necrons now. I had Necrons a little bit in the past. Um, I think I've only had about five or six, actually, when it's all said and done. But now I have, like, the other half of Tyranid, so I might do a little something with them. Because the, the new big model I like... Some of the other ones are okay, but I like the new big Oh, model. my God. They're trying so... Oh God. I was joking about Kaiju Wars, but now they have a Tyranid the but, size of a knight. But they've had that. They had a Hierophant and stuff like that. They already no, had giant models. No, that's the size of a Titan. That's oh, a Bio-Titan. Okay. This is the size of a knight. The Demacaron no was huge. for Tyranid. The what? The Demacaron, when that was the thing? Um, That was big. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. That one was pretty... But that's Forge World. This is an actual plastic... Okay. You know version i know it looks neat let me put that um i don't remember if i said that guy's points but it was like 60 uh lords were 65 and then dan's going to talk about the overlord who's 85 so 20 more points 20 more points um overlord uh toughness five six wounds to save leadership six oc one he does have a tachyon arrow which is exactly the same it is identical okay staff of light is the same overlord blade is the same staff avoids have we talked about void sight yet yes Uh, no no we have he yeah because he can swap out his tachyon arrow and overlord blade for either wait that's weird this model's tachyon arrow oh um oh because that's why you can replace his tachyon arrow and overlord blade with an overlord blade a Staff of Light, or a Void Scythe. The reason why they do the Overlord Blade twice is because if he doesn't have a Tachyon Arrow, he can get the Res Orb. Got so it. He can, oh. have the, he can have the Blade and a Res Orb. Okay, got it, got it. Void, so the Void Scythe is Strength 12, AP 3, 3 damage, Devastating Wounds, 3 attacks. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, he has my will be done once mm-hmm. per battle around one unit from your army with this ability can be targeted with a strategy for there it is for zero CP yep. even if you've already targeted a different unit with this strategy there, yeah, there's, there's this the, captain ability yep there's the captain uh, implicable uh, implacable sorry resilience not implicable uh, each time an attack is allocated to this model subtract one from the attack damage characteristic the <laughs> problem is it's stuff. him it's him if that was the unit ah uh, I would pay 100 points for that. Uh, and then he could take a res orb, which you do. Um, yes. oh. Okay, so of the unnamed, absolutely him. Absolutely him. Yeah. That shield captain, oh my God. I'm not going to go into it because people have probably heard this at ad fucking nauseum. From you, um, yes. Yes, no. Targeting a unit for zero CP when you've already used the stratagem is bonkers insane. Yeah. Now remember, you can only do this once. If it's if you have like two overlords, both have my will be done, right? Um, you can't like double up on this. No, but uh, doubling up on that st- on a stratagem is is insanity. Um, yeah. yeah, no. So one hundred percent love this model. Even just getting it for cheaper. So if if this guy's leading Lich Guard, you now have heroic intervention for nothing. Yeah, if they get close, because <laughs> Lich Guard, Sword and Board Lich Guard, to me are tying units down, countercharging, or just taking objectives. So if they charge something that you don't want them to, and they're close to your Lich Guard, now your Lich Guard go in because your Lich Guard can fight Sword and Board. 
do have some decent chances to get through some stuff. Not super heavy models, but they'll cut in and they'll they'll survive yeah. out. And it's a free, yeah, it's free. It, yeah. yeah, no, it's a hundred percent. And it's, remember, it's per battle round too. Yes, so, you're going to keep using. Yeah, we've already talked about how one CP matters, and two, a lot of theirs are either quite good or like, ooh, I really could use this. The one that gives you reanimation, I could do reanimation on um, my unit and a different unit. I've only spent one CP yeah. to get reanimation after you kill the model twice. Um, there's a lot of good you can do with this guy. Like I said, when we get to Warriors, Lich Guard, stuff like that, we'll talk about some of the various combinations that are talked about. But 85 points. The other model does have some play, though, because he does do things differently. Just the normal Lord. So. Yeah. All right. That will take us to the Technomancer. So now we get to Cryptex. All Cryptex have the same rule that Oricand did that if they're being led by a royal warden or a noble model, they may join the unit as well. So you essentially get the lieutenant rule. Uh, Technomancers are 60 points. He's move five, toughness four, four up save, four wounds, six leadership, one uh, objective. He gets rights of reanimation. While he's leading a unit, they get five up, feel no pain. So Technomancers are very, very popular for that. Oh, my God. Um, And Technomancer, at the end of your movement phase, you can select one friendly Necron model that's within three inches of him. And that model gets back D3 wounds. They can only be selected once per turn with it. You can't bring back models. But if you have a multi-wound model that's down a few, you can get D3 back. Um. He has two war gear options. He can take Canoptic Cloak. It gives him fly, lone operative, and move characters of 10. You lose out on his rights. Don't do it. Yeah, why? <laughs> um, the reason you would do that is if you were trying just to... One, you're probably just not getting shot. But if you're just trying to heal units... Because think about it. If he's in a unit that he's leading, they might be moving up the board and moving away from... So I'll put this way. The units that you can lead are Warriors of One Wound, Immortals of one wound or Lich Guard of two. So warriors and immortals, he can't help with his bring things back because he brings back wounds, not models. And a Lich Guard, he can only help if you have a Lich Guard who's taken one wound. So you might want to help someone nearby, but it's only a three-inch bubble. So you would take the Canoptic Cloak if your goal was to jump between some of your heavy anti-vehicle things. Or if you're running a couple Satan and you want to jump him between the different Satans to get okay. the extra D3 wounds on them. Um, but his control node, while friendly canoptic unit is within six inches, each time a canoptic model makes an attack, add one to the hit roll. This, um, things like your doom stalkers and things like that, their weapons are heavy and they normally hit on fours. This lets them move and still get back to the three ups. Or if you're experiencing multiple minuses, you could stay at that additional plus one because you have one extra. Um, he's got a staff of light. You don't care about his, his weapon. Yeah, I was going to say, who cares? Yeah. Um, for 60 points, there's a reason why people throw him in as an extra into a lot of these there units was that meant a, to be chunkier. Checking BCP, there was a list mm-hmm. with triple Lich Guard, and each one, I think, had a Technomancer in it. Oh, absolutely. And then five some, up, some no random pain. character. You can be four up Invul and five up Feel No Pain. And if you did plink me down by a wound on something, I could just get back. And 
it pairs nicely with reanimation because if I get a weird amount back and I only get a model back to one wound, he gets them the other. Yep. And then you absolutely put the um, crypt thralls in there. And we'll talk about what they do when we get to Before them. we do, Psychomancer. Creep, the creepy dude. That how these guys creepy. The Psychomancer, I think the next one, Chronomancer are the creepy ones. So, I agree. Uh, Psychomancer uh, can be put in a Immortals, it's Guard Necron Warriors. He's also a Lieutenant mm-hmm. version. Uh, yep. I think he's got the same exact stats. Give me a second. Five, four, 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 six, one. Yeah, they're Five, all essentially four, the four, same. Four, six, one. Yep, he does have an Abyssal Lance, though. Hold on. Yeah, and he's 50 New points. weapon here. New weapon. One attack. <laughs> hits on a four. Strength six, AP three, three damage. So if it hits you and wounds you, it does hurt. Um, he's got two abilities. He's got an aura. While an enemy unit within nine inches subtract one from the leadership characteristic of that model in the unit, that's uh, it's a good size aura. It's, it's not amazing. That's, it's but nine inches. Aura. He's yeah. on a 20, 32, 32 or 40. Uh, 32. Okay. I believe it's a 32. I don't have him in front of me. It's basically 11 inch. Oh, uh, no, no, uh, 30, not 40. God, I'm so used to playing custodians. Uh, 32 is like 1.25, 1.5, yeah, whatever. Harbinger of Despair. At the start of your shooting phase, select one enemy unit within 18 inches, then you must take a battle shock test. You you are right to not be thrilled. Yeah. The big problem. So when we did demons, demons want to battle shock you because they get something cool from doing it. This army doesn't. We don't get a bunch of bonuses if you're battle shot. So you know, if you were running um to make it where before we we're talking about like oh you have this battle shock test or your thing doesn't shoot okay his nightmare shroud but i don't want to throw good points after bad points you know kind of thing um i ran him before because i painted him and i think he's cool but those whips are a pain in the ass and they don't go together anything like they say <laughs> i just kind of it's always put funny to hear together. stories of people building models and you, they're always like yeah, no, this model sucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I mind it together, all, but it does uh, not go together. I was putting together Bellacore, mm. and I will say Bellacore was so much easier to put together than the fucking plastic demon prints that they made. The plastic demon prints they made is a beautiful model. Absolutely gorgeous, the new one they made, right? And there's so many cut. You can do Slanesh head, you can do Z-Chat, so many customizations. Mm. The legs and the chest go together like hell. And Bellacore almost got me to that point because you have to glue like the nails to the toes, but then the feet are in two or three pieces. And then oh, it started approaching Malifaux levels of stupid. It's weird because that's a new kit too. That's not old. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I was showing Dan, like literally on one foot, one foot, not leg, not shin, one foot is like six pieces. And it was, it, it drove me up the wall. It literally drove me up the wall. But that's thankfully, I only had to build one. Yeah, it's, that's way too much. I don't want to go. That's the one that. where you have to build one and I'm fine with. But it was like, if I had to build three of those, uh, absolutely not. Well, hey, that that's the crime. or That's the punishments of the crime of spam. That's yeah, well, the, you can't spam Bellacore thing. No, 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 it's very good. You can't. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, oh, uh, Chronomancer. Chronomancer. Cool. All right, so for the Chronomancer, let me take a look at his points. He has 50 points, so Cryptex are cheap. But remember, they can go in a unit, much like a lieutenant, that's being led by something else, so you don't want them to be that much. Base stats are the same. Oh, this guy does have a Forp Invul. They don't all have the Invul saves. Um, for his abilities, he has the Time Splinter Mantle, 
When this model is leading a unit, each time the target attacks a unit, subtract one from the hit roll. Um, so when someone else attacks you, minus one to hit. Quite useful. And he's a chromaton. Um, in your shooting phase, after this model's unit has shot, if it's not in engagement range of any enemy units, they can move five inches. If they do, Ooh. they're not allowed to charge, but you can absolutely move them. What's that's that's pretty cool for Necron Warriors. Yes. It, it is good for Warriors, because you could do almost like a jump, shoot, jump to a certain extent. The other nice part is he does have a ranged weapon um, that your immortals do not. Oh, sorry, not your immortals. My apologies. Your Lich Guard do not. So if you need the extra move on, say, a unit of Lich Guard, he can fire his gun. The unit has now shot. They get five inches. So it's kind of like an advanced five inches with this guy. Hmm. Um, he's got an Aeon Staff. It's D6 attacks. Hits on fours. But remember, if he's leading a unit, it'd be threes because he's in there. Uh, strength 5 AP minus 1-1 one, one damage. And in melee, it's just three attacks flat and same exact numbers. Um, you're taking this guy because then you're minus one to get hits. And because you can essentially auto-advance fives. Yeah, after shooting. So so this is the kind of thing, if you were taking, say, multiple Lich Guard, he's a good option for one of your Lich Guard units because he's going to do something different for them. He adds their survivability and move maneuverability. Um, Warriors, I don't mind it if you got a good line of sight style blocking terrain because then you could pop out, shoot, and maybe pull back or get back onto an objective even if you need to get closer to shoot. Immortals, honestly, I do like Immortals, but Immortals, because they're a smaller squad, it's a little bit tougher. All right. We like them in general. You get the other weird guy, the Plasmancer. Oh, I like... Uh, this is a model I also really like. He's really creepy. Yeah. Let's see what he does. Let's see if it, uh, Same stats, I think. I'll go over the weapon first. Yeah. Because annoyingly, they're all different weapons. Yes. Uh, three attacks, uh, four to hit, strength seven, AP three, two damage, and the melee is exactly the same, except it's two attacks instead of three. Yep. All right. Uh, Harbinger of Destruction. So while this model is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes a ranged attack, it is uh, a successful unmodified roll of five plus scores a critical hit. Ooh. A lot of Warriors and Immortal hits. stuff has lethal yeah. hits or one of them sustained hits. They have a lot of crits matter. Yeah. He is that. And how many points is he? 50? 60? Um. 40? I don't know if I said you're just now you're just guessing. Plasmancer's fifty-five. Okay. Worth it. Living lightning. In your shooting phase, select one enemy unit within 18 inches and visible to the model. Roll one D6 for each model in that enemy mm -hmm. unit. Each six is a mortal wound. Oh, that's so okay. Awful against like, you know, monster spam lists. But if you're playing Gene Stiller Cult, <laughs> oh, is that your 20 man cult squad? Brr. It's good against most things four, because five, sixes. most people have unit have some units of 10 models. That's very, yeah. very common. So you'll get a couple out of that. Maybe you spike a little high and get three or four. Yeah. Um, because of his plus five to make critical hits, it's he's he's pretty auto on like a unit. I said, yeah. um, usually Necron Warriors is what you see it a little bit more. But he's allowed to lead the others. He can lead Lich Guard and Mortals as well. But Warriors is probably where you see him more. But. All right. Um, there actually, we're going to do one more thing out of order. And then we okay. can talk about time wise. What oh, we're, we're going to talk about the Silent. Please tell me we're talking about the Silent King. 
Oh, we can do that. Actually, we'll slip to the Silent King in a moment because that might Wait, make oh, sense. Wait, what were you thinking? That's who I was um, thinking. Crypto Thralls. Who the hell are Crypto? Wait, where are those? Uh, I'm trying to look for their page right now. Crypto Thralls. Uh, should be page 53. King. All right. Oh, no, oh, no, no, that's flayed ones. Where the hell are Crypto Thralls? Oh, they're after it. Okay. They're 55. Got him. There we go. Okay, so Crypto Thralls. Yeah, we're going to talk Crypto Thralls because they make sense to talk about here. And then it will make more sense when we talk about some of the dumb shenanigans you can do with these guys. Uh, I don't remember who talked about the last time. You did the Plasmancer. Okay. Crypto yeah, Thralls. Um, give me one second. Let me find the points. I know these guys are very cheap. Two models, 40 points. So 20 points a model, but you do take two. Move five, toughness four, three up save. They're two wounds, these little dudes. Leadership eight, sure, one objective point. That's fine. Um, here is their attachment rule, because this matters before we say anything else. At the start, let me scroll this wings a little bit more. At the start of the declare battle formation step, this unit can join one other unit from your army that's being led by a cryptech infantry model. And you cannot have more than one unit of cryptholes join it. Now remember, your cryptechs can join a unit that has a noble or a royal warden in it. So these guys can add in as well. If it does, until the end of the battle, every model in this unit counts as being part of the bodyguard unit. And the bodyguard unit's starting strength is increased accordingly. That is exceptionally important, the wording on that. Here's why. Um, I don't care about their weapons. <laughs> Scouring Eye, they got a ranged weapon of six inches, hits two attacks on four, strength five, AP minus one, one damage. Sure. Uh, side the limbs, strength five, AP minus one, one damage on fours before attacks. They can actually maybe put a wound or two on someone. The big thing is that I feel no pain four up. Now, they give the Cryptech model a four feel no pain. Cool. They have two big things about them. One, uh, systematic vigor. It is a fight on death of a three-up. So if you have a model that gets slain, but has not fought this round in melee, on a three-up, don't remove them play. They get to fight, and then at the after they're done their attacks, they get removed. So a Lich Guard unit with fight on death on a three-up, nice. Because you might lose a few. Really especially helps out in case you're not taking sword and board. The feel no pain is especially important. Here's why. They join and count as the bodyguard unit, increasing the bodyguard unit size. What that means is, and, and everyone has talked about this, this is absolutely what the rule is. Will they change in the future? Maybe. But their wording is very specific here. I have a unit of Lich Guard with a pair of these boys. You decide to shoot me. I decide to take my saves on these guys. Um, I have my feel no pain on these guys. Let's say after a little bit, I've lost them both, and I, I still have my Lich Guard. Maybe I've lost a Lich Guard or two. Now it's time for reanimation protocols. I roll reanimation. I bring these guys back because therefore I feel no pain. I'm allowed to do that. Normally, if you lose a whole unit, you can't bring them back. They're part of the bodyguard unit. They're not an attachment anymore. They're not an attached character. They're actually bodyguard models. So they are part of the Lich Guard unit. So you can bring them back. Or, conversely, you can actually bring Lich Guard back if these are the guys you have left. 
because they're part of the unit. They're not a separate attachment anymore. Now, did they mean that? I don't know. This is They were very specific the way they said this. So that means you essentially have a lot more survivability for 40 points because you have these guys with four and feel no pain. And every time you reanimate, you can choose to bring them back. So you can constantly having these guys that you're not losing effectiveness through losing them. They are very okay. popular option that people put in for that big Lich Guard unit. You could put in with other stuff, obviously, if you really want to help out like your warriors a bit or something like that. But the Lich Guard is really a spot that you see people want to put this in because this is four extra wounds at Feel No Pain and you bring them back. And we haven't talked about it yet, but the reanimator gives you an extra D3. So you can bring back these guys and some extra. So um, these guys only relate to Cryptex. They only go because you have Cryptex and all. So it makes sense to talk about when we're in the middle of Cryptex. Because it's kind of weird to do them otherwise. But And actually, are. before we have mm -hmm. some more characters, since we're doing characters, the Catans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got yeah. the Catans. That makes we sense. Have the, so we have... We have no, we, yeah. So we have the yeah. Catans. We have, um, there was one more I saw before the Silent King. I'm not crazy. Hold on. There really? was one more character, or was it just the Catans? I'm no, just scrolling. Just yeah, it's just Catans because I don't think the Obelisk is a character. No, no, Obelisk is not a character. All right, so I'll go to the Deceiver. Hold um, on. so give me a, just give me a, uh, Deceiver try to find the page. first. Oh, no, no, no Deceiver, Deceiver is first. You're right. Yeah, I wrote it backwards in my notes. All right, That's Deceiver. absolutely true. Go ahead. Deceiver. So, uh, still the ugly model he used to be. Yeah, um, I don't like his face. He kind of looks like the Joker. He's just not great. I mean, that's his point, but, you yeah, know. I agree, but it's just not a good look. Yeah, no. So, movement seven, uh, toughness 11. Uh, so funny because it's such a small model. Uh, so, anyway, movement seven, toughness 11, four up and vulnerable save, 12 wounds. Leadership six, six OC. Yeah. So all of them actually, fit a very similar profile to that. They're all very chunky. Yes. Uh, De Deadly Demise D6. He does have stealth because why not? Grand Illusion. Uh, if your army includes this model after both players have deployed their army, select the three Necron units from your army and redeploy them. You could also set those units up in strategic reserve if you wish. And, um, and this could be regardless of how many units you already set up in your strategic reserve, which is important because you're actually limited now. Yes. Uh, Necrodermis, you half the damage, rounding up, characteristics of the attack. Yep. Also time uh, Yep. And, oh, good, good, good. And then Cosmic Insanity, it's an anti-character, devastating wounds for, or sorry, anti-character four plus. Devastating wounds on a four plus, if, you're, if it's a character, with precision. You have six attacks, two up uh, to hit six strength, AP two, one damage. So honestly, you're just trying to snipe out characters yeah. with mortal wounds. And Golden Fists. Wow, actually, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Eight attacks, two to hit, strength eight, AP three, three damage. Yeah. Um, honestly, you're taking him for the redeploy. and uh, I'm back and forth. So he is 265. No, what I'm saying is if you're taking him, you're taking him because you want, you want shenanigans with the redeploy. Here's the problem That's with it. the redeploy, though. It's before you know who goes first. Oh yeah. my God! Did they not include? I'm so used to it from the last edition. No, no, this is before you know. If you actually look at it, um, this would occur before you know who goes first oh, because that's the yes. next like phase. Yes, that sucks because every redeploy last edition was 
after you knew who went no. first. If that they the change that, even better. Now, he has he he's stealth. Well, he's point. hard to kill. Notice Satans have reanimation, so they get their wounds back. He can hurt characters, and his melee is actually pretty good. He, he's on his own, but his melee is actually pretty good, so he can go out there and and really hit some people. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, that ability is it's for only time where it's useful and you can't plan this if you went first put units down then they counter deployed and then you just picked units up and put them in strategic but if you go second the ability is not really doing you anything unless you guys unless they have like a bunch of infiltrators so people still like him a lot he's not he's not the best but that, that redeploy does need to change though because i did check from yeah. last edition, I was opening my, my book for because every single redeploy was you knew who went first and then you redeploy, yeah, which no. is the whole point of it. That was like you you were like, oh, ha, I'm not going first. But ha, you, you, know, you activated my trap card. That makes this almost, I'm going to say, completely useless. Yeah, I, do, I, I don't not, have, unfortunately, I don't have the page number in front of me. If this is on. No, no, it's fine. I trust you. On, no, no. If, if, if it, this is on YouTube, I'll put up because I read the yeah. page earlier because people were asking. And some people are like, oh, no, it happens. They're like, no, look at the wording. They're like, this happens. They're like, yeah, in no. Leviathan, later, you determine who goes first. You That's essentially finish thing. everything and then determine. Yeah. Um, overall, he's still good, but that ability isn't. It's only good half of the time because you need no, to be going it's, first. It's, it's you need trash. to deploy Just, first. I'm going to say it as I'm not yeah. going to admit it's trash. Well, actually, my apologies. In this, you alternate deployments. So that is, I, I forgot because I was thinking 30K where you put everything back and forth. So you can kind of counter a counter, but it's not great. It's not great. Um, We'll talk about the Nightbringer. I like the Nightbringer a lot. I know he's not as good as it used to be. Not even remotely. Really? Because I'm looking at his damage no. here. He he <laughs> um he ignored invul saves before and he was AP minus four. Oh you effectively didn't get saves versus him. Now oh, you actually shame. do get your invul. And now that's fine. They remove the you essentially in the whole game, you get invul saves against pretty much everything, but he actually had the rule where you get no invuls versus this guy. Okay. I just remember I still have clothes in the in the laundry. I need to put those in the dryer when we're done. Um he's two fifty five. He has the same profile, although he is um, objective four. Um, but otherwise, he's the same. His toughness eleven, four up invul save, twelve wounds, and yeah, you have the damage characteristics of his attacks. Attacks coming in at him. Um, he has drain life, so at the end of the fight phase, roll d six for each enemy unit within six on a four up. They take d three mortal wounds. Um, he has a ranged weapon, gaze of death. It's blast d three attacks on twos, strength twelve, AP minus two. D6 plus 3 damage. So if it's a big unit, you can do quite a bit. And if you haven't rolled a 3, this is actually a really good attack. Um, and then his weapon, he either has a strike at devastating wounds or a sweep. He's 6 or 14 attacks, 2s either ways. 14 strength or 8, AP minus 4 at D6 damage, or minus 2 for 2 damage. Um, his strike is still really good. At 14 strength, is really good. AP minus 4 is really good. D6 damage means you're either going to love some days or just awful others. It really depends on how you roll. Um, I still really like him, but he is ranked reasonably low for Satan. I think partly because Satan do have a problem with survivability. If you have good anti-tank, yeah, they're having the damage, but they're only 12 wounds. So the minus one to hit on the Deceiver is a little bit better, but his ability to pump out damage is better. He, yeah. he, he is a much better damage dealer. 
And the model I use for him that I have, I just like a lot more than my Deceiver model. I think I saw it. Do you have it near you or no? Nah, no. All that stuff is like some of it's in my car and other stuff's upstairs. I don't have it. I don't have them near me. Damn. Yeah, for this, I probably should have held up my own models, but they're just not around. Probably should have thought of that, but too late now. Um, I honestly, I really like him. I I really do enjoy this model. I think he does a lot. I think you have to be cagey with him because he can go down faster than you think in terms of wounds, but I do think he is very, very good. All right. That is oh, going to yeah. put you the to void the void dragon. dragon. His model is crazy. Yeah, it is. It's such a good model. I love when GW does negative space stuff. They did this with, uh, what are the, what's the, what, what are the Minotaur Eldars called again? Uh, the Minotaur Eldars? The Minotaur, Minotaur Elves in Sigmar. Um, Shit. The Mumu elves. They have like the really but That big, doesn't help. Big, I know what a Minotaur is. They, they have big cow horns and stuff. Right? You have no idea what I'm talking no. about, do you? I'm sure they exist. I just don't know what they are. Uh, they're called... It's going to drive me... Give me a second. Give me like five That's seconds. And I'll tell you right, right now. Um, Void Dragon uh, they're is going to be 270, just so we know. He's a little bit 270? He's 270. They're called... Um, Lumineth, Lumineth, my friend. Okay. So, oh, so the Armony, the Lumineth Realm Lords. Okay. Yeah. And I then did. if you look at um, it's called uh, the Light of Altharion, that's negative space. Okay. Got it. The, the, it's an armor with no one in it. And they like the armor is attached to like the cloak and like the rocks, but it gives you the illusion that like it, there's no one in the armor essentially. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what I meant. So many words to explain. <laughs> I get it space. now, though. Anyway, I get it. Yeah. All right, so um, still the same stat line. Yep. I th- oh, no, he's de- lower OC. Yeah. Um, the Deceiver oh, was six, the Nightbringer, and Void Dragon are both four. Or four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, st- uh, let's talk about the weapons first, honestly. He's got two range weapons. He's got the Spear of the Void Dragon and Voltaic Storm. Uh, mm-hmm. So Spear of the Void Dragon is anti-vehicle two plus. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> range 12, one attack, uh, two to hit. Strength four, but who gives a damn? I mean, okay, if you're shooting someone, then it's strength four. No, yeah, shoot this out of vehicle, please. Vehicle. Uh, AP three, D six plus two. So it's a really powerful twelve inch melting gun, essentially. Yes. Uh, actually, no. Yeah, vehicle two plus, even more powerful. Voltaic storm is eighteen inches. It is blast and sustained hits too. Okay. Mm-hmm. D six plus three attacks at strength seven, AP one, two damage. Oh man. Yeah. There's what you hit a unit with instead. Oh my god, with the blast. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> um his melee weapons, he does have extra uh, uh he does have spear. So you could strike or sweep. The strike is still anti-vehicle. Um it's uh five attacks, a twos to hit. Um so basically the difference is you get ten attacks with the sweep, five attacks with the attacks. It goes from strength eight to strength twelve if you're doing the uh, strike, but remember it's anti-vehicle two plus anyway. AP one, AP three, D six plus two or two. Okay. Yeah. And then he's got an extra six attacks on twos, strength six, AP minus one, one damage. God, that AP minus one is not needed, but it's very much loved. Yeah. Um, he does have matter absorption at the start of your shooting phase. Select one enemy vehicle within 12 inches. Roll one D six on a two up. It suffers D three mortal wounds. And you just regain that amount of men who else was okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Um, okay. 
He's the most expensive. Please tell me. He is. He's uh, 270. Okay. If they have vehicles, this guy is going to make them hate their day. Although if they have good vehicles, they might have good anti-tank. So being careful with where you place him or having the damage characteristics. How big is his base? Does he hide behind a building pretty well? He's he's big. No, no, remember we, 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 LVO. It's first of all, if you're behind, if you're behind the ruins, if you're behind the ruins, then you're fine. Um, but he's taller he's not, than the first floor, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. No, he's a big he's a big model. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's taller than the first floor. Um, yeah, but they have to get onto the, the ruin anyway then because he'll still get blocked because he's not Titanic. Um, he is great anti-tank. He's If he gets hurt, he can um, start at the shooting phase, get some wounds back, potentially. Then he can throw... His anti-vehicle mortal wounding spear at you, and then he can get into combat and hit you with the same exact weapon on five attacks. So he can essentially get to six attacks overall. So he can do quite a bit. Um, I mean, he's not great against other things. He's he's okay. He's good against other things, but yeah, you want him for vehicles. Unit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm actually the strength twelve AP minus three D six plus two. If you're not a vehicle, he's still going to do a lot to you. He's still yeah, going to exactly. hurt you bad. Um, there's a reason why this guy's in a lot of cases usually uh, ranked number two. If if you got a lot of vehicles or you got like a night players or something like that, then this guy's probably ranked number one. But he's not always ranked number one. Um, I do like him. I've I don't know if I've ever used mine. Probably need to. Now you can run additional Satan because there used to be problems. You could only have one Satan per detachment. So you'd have to take a list that had multiple detachments, but that's not the thing anymore. So you can take them all. Take them all. Yeah. Speaking of, now you have the normal dude, the one who can actually hide, by the way, because he's on a stupid small flight base. Yeah. The worst thing about this guy is the way to buy him. He only comes in, uh, what is it? The Tesseract Tesseract uh, Vault. Vault. Yeah, that's it. Find other models. Find something for it. No one, no one is going to stop you because that's the bad way to get it. Um, so this one is the only one who's not an epic hero. He is um, not unique like that, which is very good for him. Uh, where did I put my points document? Did I close out my points document? Do you have in front of you how many points this guy is? I got you. Thank you. Apparently, I closed out my points document. Yeah, two eighty. Whoa, he's actually he's actually more expensive than uh. Yeah, he's not cheap. Wait, is he more expensive than the Void Dragon? Yes, he yeah, is. he is. Right. Oh, okay. He has the same stat line that we've been talking about with the Necrodermis. That's the same as before. He's four objective. Um, you are missing. I don't see. No, I, I was. I'm fixing the camera because okay. it's at an angle. That's fine. Keep Just talking. <laughs> um, he's deadly demise D6. He deep strikes as well. I don't remember if the other. I don't think the others deep strike. I don't know if we said any of that. Um, did they? No. Did they? He, no. He deep strikes. Okay, and we're we're gonna see in a moment why he's probably. Sorry, I went too far. My apologies. Why he's as much as he is. Uh, Transcendental displacement. Each time this model is selected to advance, you can remove it from the battlefield and set it up anywhere on the battlefield that's more than nine inches horizontally away from all enemy models. His range weapon is an assault weapon as well, so he can just show up on the board anywhere you want. This Necrons are a slow army, so having a model that can just move at will with, as we're going to see, a pretty good gun 
and all like that, and then set himself up to really be able to hit someone in melee. Now, it's when he selected to advance, so that would be an advance to charge. He doesn't do that, but you can actually run him around quite well. Um, his ranged attack, they said seismic assault. It's assault with saying it's one, 12 inch range, six attacks on twos, strength eight, AP minus two, D3 damage each. And his melee weapon, sustained hits one, it's eight attacks on twos, strength nine, AP minus three, D6 damage. So okay. he has somewhat similar profile to the Nightbringer in attacks. Um, his AP is not quite as good. His strength's a little bit less, but he gets more attacks. He's got a good ranged weapon, and he can just show up where you want him to be. Um, he, in general, for a lot of people, is the most popular option. I think he's a little bit hard to get. I, I, I do see why, although I kind of... I If I was taking only one, Honestly, I'd probably take it's... Void Dragon. Uh, honestly, it's probably because the way the uh, missions are designed. Yes. Oh, right? that's absolutely it, why. Yeah. If it's yeah, you he, you take tactical and he's going to any tactical that's across the board or anything, and he's such a small base. What are you going to do? Zone him out? Who gives a the, shit? Uh, isn't the secondary for taking your opponent's objective? Isn't that like eight points or something? Yes, it is. Yeah. But even behind enemy lines, it's four eight. Yeah. This guy can run back. Get on your opponent's objective at OC4, and if there's models there, what they Shoot probably kept, yeah, what they probably kept back is not the tankiest things. His six attacks on twos at strength eight is probably on twos or threes to wound them. AP minus two, probably very likely to get through D3 damage. Mm-hmm. He can cut them down enough that now it's your objective point instead. And then now he's in your backfield. Next turn, he's charging in and removing whatever else he wants or rushing off somewhere else. He, he's the most popular because this is an army that lacks mobility very largely. And this is a very mobile unit. Um, I absolutely love him. I just have to find a different way to get him because I do not want to buy a Tesseract Vault. I have no interest in, in that, just personally. Yeah. It's, it's a little much. There we go. All right. Where is Silent King as the second to last page? So let me get to him first. I'm yeah, I forgot that some scrolling. of these things were characters, so it makes sense just to do characters today. Because by the time we're done, it'll be the length of a full show. Yeah, pretty much. And we'll have Jesus. just done the characters. But we did more characters than I thought, so that's going to help us out. Yeah. Where the hell is he? He's oh, the he second is. to last page, page All right. three. Okay. Um, oh, God. And I have him. Jesus. All right. So the Silent King. And how many points is he? Sorry. Uh, you have the points. I close them. It's 400 something. He's expensive. The, he's under the 470. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> very expensive. Silent. He, um, I'll tell you right now, he's nothing like what he used to be. He's far from like the, you want him as bad as you used to. Okay. Not so let's great. see what we got. Let's see what he got. Which is weird because most of the big named characters are not he, auto. He's too expensive. But, all right. Let's see what we got. So um, he does come with his. Oh, too many ears. Meneers. Triarchal meneers. Okay. Uh, so he, okay. So they're both movement seven. They're both up this 10. They're both two up save the silent, uh, Cezark, the silent King has 16 wounds. The Meneers have five. They're both leadership five and Cezak, Cezak, or Cezak, oh my God. The silent King Cezare. has six OC and I guess the Meneers are one each and he's got yes. two. Yeah, he's got two of them. All right. It's so. weird that they're one each. Those things are huge. Yeah, I know. Uh, they're deadly. He's deadly demise D six plus three. Yeah. Wow. Actually, Jesus Christ. More than a night. I think. He, he, yeah. He, he's he's 
He's like the first one. He, he's like their Primarch for all intents and yeah. purposes, or almost their Emperor, if you want to go to that level. He, that is. No, he is. He is the yeah. king. Uh, at the start of the battle round, select one of the abilities to the left uh, uh, until the next to the start of the battle. So, guys. Yep. Oh, good. And it's at the start of the battle round, not your battle round. Oh, thank God. So I was talking about this with someone. It's at the start of the battle round. So you can yeah. choose it even though you're not going first. Yes. Some people got unlucky and it's like start of, of your, your turn. Round. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. Um, I'll talk about them later. Let me just uh, talk about this. The Silent King, once per turn at the end of your command phase, you can select one friendly battle shock Necron unit within 12. That unit is no longer battle shocked. That's it? That's his other thing. He removes Battleshock. But why not ever? <laughs> he's 470. Just make it everyone within 12 inches. Like, or, or he's their if king. they want to do everything, make it even six. I'd be fine with yeah. that. He's yeah. a goddamn king. Uh, I shall say he does degrade when he's yeah. one to six wounds. He halves the attack characteristics and subtract one from the hit roll. So, what are his abilities? So, he's got three of them. Yeah. So, Pharon of the Stars. While the friendly Necron unit, it was in six inches of this unit mo- of the of the Cesarc model. Each time a model in this unit makes a range attack, reroll hit rolls of and rune rolls of one. Eh, okay, I just becomes Trajan essentially, or used to be Trajan. Uh, Phaeron of the of the blades. Yep. While a friendly Necron unit is within six inches of the, of the unit's Cesarc model, you can reroll charge rolls for that unit. Okay, so this is like for if you're a melee army, and bringer of unity. While a friendly Necron unit is within six inches of this unit, you may, can ignore any and all. Mm, yes. You, you got to finish reading. I know, I know. But I just, oh, I felt finish so good reading. to read this. This is the second time I've read it in the game. You can ignore any or all modifiers to the characteristics of models in that unit and to any roll or test made for models in that unit. Okay. Excluding saves, of course. Excluding saves. This is the Trajan Dilemma. The one that people have been raging about for months, even though it's very much rules as written. This means that you do not modify, like most people are like, oh yeah, you don't modify hit rolls, right? Or wound rolls. This also means you ignore uh, wound caps. You ignore damage being halved. You ignore damage minus one. You ignore, what are the modifiers are there? Uh... Help me out, Dave. I'm trying to think. Uh, I thought that was reminded. minus one to wound. Yeah. Um, the people. So the way this is written, and GW hasn't changed it yet, is that now everything within six inches of Cesarc, if you if you are facing an army of minus one damage or Deathwing, uh, who do transhuman, right? Oh, you only wound me on fours. Haha. <laughs> no, you don't. You just do what you do best. Um, and it's a six-inch aura. So, so now, so I have a question about. It. So, this says you can ignore any or all modifiers to the characteristics of models in, in in this unit. Is in in the unit. Yeah. So I guess the idea is, if you were going to make it harder for me to wound, that's changing my characteristic. Yes, it is. Huh. Okay. Yep. The old, now someone did make the argument, by the way, and it was quickly like we t- people punched and kicked them down because they didn't want this rule to change because technically <laughs> modifying the wound is a characteristic 
Oh, so well, no, that's was, ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was arguing that, um, oh, well, that makes me invulnerable, doesn't it? And we were like, shut the fuck <laughs> Stop it. Um, see, but see, no, I, this is the Trajan dilemma because, I... yep, it, it, it's, it's been argued. But as GW said, either not way. Not a goddamn thing. And okay. we have asked because and the be- reason for this, by the way, is because it. I don't even know Cesark has. I guess Cesark's not a popular model because it's so expensive. Yes, Trajan is a much more popular model, and Trajan has the same exact ability. He doesn't. He only gives it to his unit though, and even the recent Tacoma uh, tournament. Yeah. If, uh, when you went against stuff that like uh, what you would call it, uh, Wraith Guard, yeah, or minus one damage. Nope. You don't yeah. modify my damage. You don't modify my wound. You don't. Mo- oh no, you modify wound because the wound is a. Uh, on a chart, I think, right? Yeah, because the wound is a chart. Wound is not yeah, a yeah, character. So yeah, you have minus one to wound. Yeah, yeah, that, that's different. But yeah, no, um, minus one damage. Minus okay, one now damage. I agree with you because you were talking about wounds. I'm like, no, that's a chart. That's not a characteristic of. Oh me. no, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. no, I'm, I'm on board now. I still don't. That's still crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, still but so it's crazy on Trajan, and he's that's what almost kind of makes him auto take. Because axes are absolutely useless. They're AP1, but they're three damage. And people are like, aha, I'll just AOC it, right? And Trajan just goes, no, no, you don't. Oh, you're going to half my three damage? No. Or uh, you're going to minus two damage against Deathwing? No. See, I find that funny, though, that people have have interpreted it that way. And if if that's what everyone's saying, then fine, we'll go with it. I I only thought Trajan had that ability. I did not know that. The part that I found out about that, because it's the characteristic of the model. I I guess it makes sense that your weapon damage is a characteristic, but I think the characteristic is the things across the top. It's literally because weapon in the rulebook, weapons are characteristics of the model. Yeah, it's, it's word for word for in the sentence. So it, it's because the they've used the word characteristic in that yes, way. The in entire location. data sheet is the characteristic of the unit and model. Okay. So oh, reducing attacks. That was the one. Not reducing wounds. Reducing, reducing attacks. attacks. Oh, you reduce me by one or two attacks? No, no, you yeah, don't. no. Okay. Um, which is really funny, by the way, because. That also means that he ignores his own half the attacks and subtract one from the hit roll. Um, yes, if he wants to, he could. He could, you yes. may and, ignore and it. Yeah, so actually, yeah, he doesn't have to take any of this. See, that's where then when I look at that, I don't think that's truly what they meant. I, I understand that they called yeah. your weapons characteristics but I don't think that's what they mean by this. And I think at yep. some point we're going to see that FAQ say, when we say characteristic in this, we just mean your moves, Strength, toughness, all toughness, of that. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely thing, what it it's supposed to be. But, but here's yeah. the problem. Weapon strength is now part of the weapon, not the unit. So does that mean that they get modified strength? Well, anyway, point is that's how it's read. That's how tournaments are playing it. I did not realize it's a six inch bubble. Although probably people don't think it because it's 470 points. That's yes. the problem. And, 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 but. And yeah, you're getting some <laughs> things in there, but we already, you know, there's already like you know, score peck destroyers. You don't modify some of their stuff as well. You're not gaining that much. And and when you get into his attacks, you'll see a little bit of, yeah. of why some of the other issues. So let's see what we got. Um, Annihilator beam. Uh, he's got, he's got. So the Meneers have the Annihilator yeah. beam. So you have two of those. Oh God! Now I'm understanding. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are the Meneers, by the way? Do they just take wounds for him, or is it like? Yeah, 
They're, they're just oh, okay. part of his unit. Oh, okay. So the Meneers have annihilated. So you get two of these. It's one attack, two is to hit, strength 14, AP 4, six damage. Six damage. Flat. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully pop 12 damage into a tank. Okay. Um, no devastating wounds, no anti-tank, no nothing. Nope. Okay. Right. Just, just a solid shot weapon. Uh, he's got the Scepter of Eternal Glory. This is two shots, a two up to hit. Uh, strength 10, AP 3, 3 damage with Devastating Wounds. Staff of Stars, which is indirect fire. 12 shots, 2 up to hit. Strength 6, AP minus 1, 1 damage. I'm so much more... Oh, that's so sad. I'm so much more impressed with the indirect fire than the Scepter. <laughs> yeah. That that makes me so sad. I mean... Because indirect fire is so amazing. Yeah, the, the Scepter is nice. And it's just AP the minus 2 one. attacks is, is tough. If it was more attacks, AP I'd minus- be happier. Yeah, it's the AP minus one that like is really good. Uh, melee weapons. He's got wait what? The close combat weapons are what the Meneers have. So you have two it, base close God. combat okay. weapons. Uh, okay, they're Space Marines. The worst in space. The worst in space. <laughs> one Marines. attack. Yeah, hitting on fours. Okay, next scythe of dust. Lethal hits. Twelve attacks. Uh, strength eight. AP three. Damage two. And that's that's really it. And he has to be awarded. Obviously, he's the Supreme Commander. Probably. Um. His, his biggest problem. He should not be four seventy. No, that's the problem. Yep. The, it's nothing that nothing he does is bad. The Meneers, yeah, one shot, but hey, nice damage. His attacks, pretty decent damage. His abilities, pretty good, but not for. A, a, let's let's assume not you're for playing two K. He's, he's more expensive than Knight. Yeah, if he's you're more playing expensive a 2K than game, a Lancer. Yeah, if you're playing a two K game, he's a quarter of your points. He he does not bring what a Lancer brings. No. Although again, hold on, pause though. That aura, if you build for it, how okay? Just, the problem is you real really quick. can't. It's it's not easy. So, Where's that? I'm looking for like your shooting attacks. There we are. So the locust is what damage six. Oh shit! But it's one shot or damage one. Okay, so that's your doomstalker. Okay, so it's yeah, three D6 damage, damage threes. But uh, the big thing is, you're not getting really modified much. It's a nice there's, ability, mm, but there's not tons and tons of modifications that's happening to you. There is some, but not for no, 470 inch, points. Or, like, if you put him next to 12 destroyers and they don't get modified, that's scary. Like, but, how? The I'm patch- but the destroyers were already scary before. Yeah, I don't need to put 470 points pops damage minus one. Now they're they go from to, how, from damage how, to damage. How one. much damage minus one is there? Uh, not everyone not sure. has damage minus one. And here's the thing: oh, those guys have damage minus one. I'll shoot somewhere else. Okay. You know, it, the problem is it's he's not, not four seventy. No, it's not a bad yeah. ability, but I don't want to build towards something where a quarter of my points are taken up, and then I have to do even more. Because if if let's say you did that, when it's all said and done, the amount of points you put in to be able to do that, some of their units, I still have to go get objectives. Stupid question. Can you yeah. refresh his Meneers with a uh, reanimation? Um, that's a good question. Uh, that all- depends on how many points I'd give him. Because now yeah. we're talking they- about, oh, you killed a Meneer or you killed two. Okay, I'll just rebuild one again. Oh, you only killed one? Okay, I'm rebuilding one. Now I have two again. Um, yes. But by the way, they do the rules because you can return things. I would say how easy is it? Um, let's think. So if you had 
one Meneer left. You could definitely bring back the other. Although you're bringing it back with up to D3 wounds. So... So it's still only got five wounds, so... Yeah. Um, if they're both gone, could you bring it back? They are part of the unit. No, they are part of the They come back, but how easy... Is it automatically coming back? Oh, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to remember your reanimation. Yes. It's automatic. Oh, it is? Then, yeah, yes. you can... Then, yeah, then he apps... Okay. So, I was going to give him, like, 380, but the fact that he stupidly has almost always... Five, uh, it, he will have, if you kill the Meneers, let's say he'll always have D3 wounds ablative every turn. <sighs> I'd be comfortable with him at 400. 400, I, 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 could, I could make a, I, I could see it sitting there at 400, about 70 points because cheaper. Because that's about night level. And now you're talking about, he doesn't put out night damage. I, yeah. I mean, he kind of. No, he does not No, put no, he does put out night damage. But he does have some high shots. But his his utility is massive. Yes. And the fact that you really don't want to kill him. 16 wounds, toughness 10, four up save, two up save. Sorry, two up save. Uh, four up invulnerable. And then regenerate him in ears. He's not gonna die. It will be tough for you to take him down, but I don't think he's gonna do enough for your army for what you're gonna take out. Uh, Necron's whole thing is that you yeah. you are going to struggle to wipe them out. They they are a you know a, a, an army that is meant to stuck around. They're an army of attrition. But I think you're spending way too much for this particular attrition because let's keep in mind if you're taking him, how many characters are you giving up for all your units that are only getting buffed if they have characters? Yeah, very Cause, true. Because now I can't take three or four hundred. Oh, you can't even give him the special thing of like within six inches of nope. him. Because he's epic. See, that is okay. That that's a very good point. Because now you're giving up character slot or character points where you could need to put them in units. Yes. If he okay. All your units are. are worse now because here's the fun he part. took all the points. The silent king, that stupid battle shock thing. Yeah. That should have just been the enhancement. In my opinion. Because he's the lord of all of them. Fluffwise, he literally is their king. Yes. The original king when they he's the one who made the deal. Yes. Um, he should just count as a lord for everyone within 12 inches. Yeah. Or six. Fuck it, whatever. Should make it six. That should be his rule. Because this that what's really killing me, by the way, is that his range weapons are pretty damn good, right? His melee weapons, pretty damn good. His abilities, pretty damn good. Literally, the silent king is so goddamn bad yeah. that it like detracts points from him. It's not even like 12 inches, all of them, or six inches, all of them. It's one Necron unit. Ooh. Yeah. That's my problem with him. It's not the Meneers coming back. It's not the fact that he's 470. Make him no, 470. No, 470 is a problem. Well, 470 is a problem. But this, this, the problem is this, he's literally got a useless ability. This Silent yeah. King ability is actually useless, in my opinion. GW, and I'm not going to mince words on that. No, GW has put a lot of effort into this idea that Battleshock is this huge important thing. And it it's it's kind of like the nice to have. For demons, you know what, nice to have. You know what Tyranids are maybe nice to have. We talked about this with Conquest. Remember how um broken did it used to be shit? Yeah. And now it's like, oh God, I'm broken, please stop. Yes. That's what GW needs to do with uh battle shock battle shock is oh i'm oc zero and i can't play stratagems it's okay if i'm still 10 
Praetorians. Oh, God damn it. I forgot you the Lich Guard. Lich what, guard. Who are your melee guys? Lich I'm guard. still 10 Lich Guard. I'll still charge you because I could still charge you. All of a sudden, if Battleshock, let's say, made you, I don't know, half move, minus one a hit, right? Even minus minus one one's the hit. But then you that, have- now, now we're talking, though, like, okay, I don't want to get battle shocked. I need to get rid of it. But then you'd have to uh, rebalance what some armies do because armies that like demons, who it's minus one essentially to a bunch of your opponent, now that ability is way too much. Now their models true. have to go up like 20%. No, no, you're true. You're true. But but I agree. Battle shock yeah. is it, it's not the boogeyman that they want us to feel it is. Honestly, it's just honestly, if they just change that ability, the Silent King, hmm. I'd be happy. Maybe not a 470, but I'd be a lot happier because it's four, you're literally, he's literally got one ability. I'm not even good. Like, yes. I'm actually salty about this. Yeah. This is literally an anti ability. Yeah. In, 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 an, in an army where you want your characters, you can't afford to replace them all like this because you still are going to want two to three others, at least a couple cryptex. You're probably going to want two to 300 points worth of characters on top of this guy you're getting 700 plus points oh i'm taking those characters i need these certain units you half of your list is fully decided yeah. before you even make a decision so um it's a shame he was might he was probably too much before but now now he's just he's a bit he's still annoying though getting Meneers every turn is really really annoying but it no it's, it's it's yeah but that's all he's doing all right why don't we do some some quick closing thoughts and then we'll uh, we'll head out of here. I mean, there are some clear winners, in my opinion. Yes. Right. Like you have the Overlord, in my opinion, an absolute clear winner. Zero CP strategy, amazing. Uh, out of the Catans, man, I, I don't know if it's the Void Dragon or the normal one. I like the Transcendent. The tra- they- you know, uh, no, I'm gonna I got, I'm not gonna say the fence. Okay. I know you have it. Transcendent because of how the game is. Um, I, I agree, and the biggest reason I agree, and we, we haven't gotten to this yet, yeah. Necrons have a decent amount of other anti-tank. The, the Void Dragon is better, let's be honest. It is better yeah. anti-tank than our other anti-tank. But anti-tank isn't our big weakness. Speed is the weakness. If you don't take um, Veil, you're really not moving great. This is a okay. way to move very well. And on a durable platform. Yes, yeah. On, on a nice um, chunky platform so yeah and then and i already talked about the non-named i think overlords to clear one of there although if i chose lieutenant uh, it's either plasma mancer or the or where's the cryptomancer okay crypt uh, where, Techn- what was the uh, name again? chronomancer is the other one Cro- no, no no the the the, the the stupid uh tech technomancer technomancer oh, sorry, technomancer for the five appeal no pain yes that's so either Damage or no, it's gonna be Technomancer for lieutenants, I think, out of all the lieutenant ones. See, I like Plasmancer because I like the essentially for my warriors getting lethal hits on fives. Yeah, now if I'm taking my Lich Guard unit, no, my Lich Guard is getting feel no pains and other stuff like that. I play more melee, so that's why I like the I play custodians and and cord, so that's why I like the uh, Technomancer more just because of the ability to get into close combat. Let's see here. Overlord, I think, is the clear winner of the uh, normal non-named, in my opinion. Let me just scroll no, up. What, what I like in general is that there's enough variety where there's yeah. a reason to take the different ones. You know, the, the Lord and the Overlord actually do function very differently. 
So where the overlord shines in certain units, the lord would be a better choice in some other ones because you have units that care more about the movement. The extra, you know, if it's your unit of warriors, I don't care about them getting a, a free zero CP thing. Maybe I care a little bit more about some of the other things I do or the cheapness of it. There's there's some play there. Um, for and the name characters, about this army. Hmm? I'll say, well, I will, I already said the named ones. I think my top three are Caesaris. Yeah. Then you have Oberon and uh, Zandrek tied for second because they're both the same. And then I think I gave it to Trazen for the sticky. Yeah. Yeah. So you gave it to Trazen um, for second. Well, what's seconds. cool about your army is that you don't need a named character. No, but None you have of your plenty named of characters options. are auto take and you have plenty of options. Yeah. Yeah. No. Your heroes are cool. You have so many, though. Jesus. Yes. But th that's so cool because you have variety. You can build whatever you really want. Yeah. Um, next time when we get into some of the units, we'll talk about how how to use some of those characters, exactly where to put them and all. But it makes sense to discuss them first, and then we'll talk about uh, maybe ways to use them. Although I, I've mentioned different ways that um, are, are good options for you. But yeah, they have a lot of named characters. They have a lot of these pieces, and you can sprinkle the taste. Your main rule says take characters. So yeah. take a bunch of characters. Your stratagems want you to take characters. So take them. You know, this is an army where you're going to, you could easily spend three to 400 points on your characters and then fill out the rest of the list. That's the other problem Silent King has is because I already want, I already want Silent King amount of characters. I can't yeah, afford I him and that amount. Yeah. But, all right. All right. So I think that'll do it for us tonight. So um, thank you everyone who does listen or watches, depending on which one. Remember, we put this on a podcatcher. We also have this up on YouTube. YouTube does get some other content. Um, been a little light on some of the other stuff lately, but the goal is hopefully get some more things. Um, now that we have better audio, I'd like to actually start recording more battle reports. Are you going to the oh, yeah. conquest tournament next week at Toy Biz? No, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. It's, I, I didn't uh, get told anything. Tw 29th so I didn't plan or something. for it. I did not plan for I'm it. I'm going to talk to Parker. If possible, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll record there. Um, I'll at least go. I haven't decided fully if I'm playing because I don't know if I want to play three rounds. At like three, probably two and a half to three hours around. That just might be more than I feel like doing personally right now. But I at least want to record the games out of there. But we have we have a bunch of recordings we want to do. Um, hopefully, Steve gets this stuff figured out soon because we'd like to get back to 30K. Maybe we'll talk to him, see if he at least wants to hop on by phone and we'll do a little something short. Because yeah. I know that's sort of our bread and butter. I don't want to do it without him. But at the same point, we want to be able to at least get some more recordings out about that. But for the meantime, we're going to be doing some 40K stuff. Um, for other things coming up, we obviously have the other half of this, and we have maybe a TTS game we wanted to do and, and some other things, so yeah, we're going to hopefully yeah, get yeah. to some of that stuff very soon. Um, I said, if you want to reach out, you can reach out to us. We have our email, of course, trainkickersnj at gmail.com. You can reach out on our Discord, which we put in the link below. We have Facebook. Put those links below. Um, if you like what you listen to, obviously, on YouTube, the free stuff, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff really, really helps. If you instead want to throw money at uh, the problem of you need more content, um, we do have a Patreon as well. The information is below. Um, I think that's it for the moment. I'm sure we'll have other things, but it's actually kind of late. We've been recording for a bit, so uh, we'll get to any of that later. So then, on behalf of both of us here at the show, has a good hobby and some great gaming. <laughs>